And we are live. What's up, folks? We are so sorry for an hour and six minute delay. We were working with some crazy, crazy technical issues I've never seen before. So, um, yeah, apologies about that. If any of you have popped out, which it looks like a lot of people have, um, that's understandable. But we're going to go ahead and get started and start celebrating the new year. So what's up, everybody? How's everybody doing? Uh, introduce yourselves and uh, let us know how your day's been. Uh, well, so far, New Year's has been going pretty good. My name's Lee. Lights, uh, I have the Lights Camera Rant podcast. And hello from uh, the new yeah, the new year. It's pretty good so far. Yes, it's New Year's Day for you. Yep. And hey, everyone. Uh, my name is Skurgle. Um, my page and my channel is Kurgle Games. Uh, it's been good so far. I'm on the East Coast. We have a couple more hours until New Year's. And yeah, just dealing with difficulties of technical issues. It's great. Yeah, it's going to happen. I'm going to blame Kurgle <laughs> on this one for the NVIDIA <laughs> installer stuff. Uh, we were trying to do something different to uh, work up my background since I've got things moved around. But next week, it will look entirely different. So I'm not so concerned about the background. But it is what it is for tonight. And uh, we're going to go on with the special and uh, have a good time. So did anybody bring any brews or anything? Uh, we have this uh, wonderful seltzer here. No alcohol, though. But, uh, okay. All right. Yeah. Tree North. I've this, uh, this rare delicacy called Coke. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I'm still recovering from last night. That's hilarious because, yeah, that's all I've got next to me is <laughs> some Mountain Dew and an energy drink to get through this. So <laughs> there you go. We're in yeah, a wild, wild stream. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> So, yeah, technical difficulties aside, um, we've had a little bit of news. I mean, a lot's happened here recently, obviously. We've had, you know, all the stuff with the Game Awards. I've covered that so much. We, we live streamed that whole thing, and there was some. My auxiliary cord popped out. It's also <laughs> never happened. Um, I was trying to work on this. Uh, light here at the same time but yeah um so a lot's happened here recently with gaming and uh, it's been kind of a a crazy year i have touted it as being potentially one of the biggest years in gaming ever mm. um i think that you know 1998 and 2003 were probably the other big years but i think it's fair to say that this could have been like the biggest year in gaming period i mean it's uh been insane um just looking at, you know, even just the surface level stuff, there's stuff in between, man, that they just got missed. It's so good. And I got a video coming out talking about like five games that, you know, were sort of overlooked, but were top tier games. And yeah, I mean, what's uh, what's everybody been playing this year? Like, what's your thoughts on, you know, releases this year and the, the stuff that we've seen? I, th- I, I I would agree with you, man. This year's been like up and down with gaming and I just makes me wonder if um if a lot of these games have come out this year is obviously because, you know, everything got delayed with COVID and all those issues that this is just massive like dump here. This is like a lot of those games are all delayed. We've just got in one massive hit of a year. 
Agreed. Yeah, there, there's a lot of things that came out um, this year that are huge. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, I didn't get to play a, a lot of them. Um, Baldur's yeah. Gate 3 has been my go-to for the last two months. It, absolutely an insane game that I never thought I would get into turn-based games, but hey, there's a first time for everything, and it's just incredible. And there's a reason why I won Game of the Year. Well, one hundred percent. Well, we can get to that. Like Game Awards just <laughs> was insane. Also, yeah, Game Awards was a- absolutely crazy. I mean, we got so it's weird because the Game Awards. I've got a lot of problems with it, right? Like so, throughout the years, um, Jeff Keighley has really filled it with a lot of ads, um, which yeah. we did have a lot of again this year. I think probably not as many as we have in the past. I mean. Thinking back to twenty, I think it was twenty twenty one when we did when he did the game awards. It was so full of ads that it was almost intolerable to to watch. Like I just I could not handle it. Um, but it was uh we did almost a four hour stream for the for the whole show. We we ended five minutes after it was done, and it was it was a long event. So that's that's certainly one thing. Um. But yeah, I mean, like talking about, you know, some of the the other games, um, obviously we've had a lot of other pop culture stuff happen this year. But with games, I was thinking about like, obviously, you know, Tears of the Kingdom was up there for Nintendo. But Nintendo Mm -hmm. also had a lot of other kind of, you know, middle grade or even high grade games. I would say like Super Mario RPG Remake is a, a pretty big deal to me. Um, I think that, you know, that's, we never had really an RPG like that for Mario again. We've had Paper Mario, but it's not quite the Mm. same. Yeah. So, um, I've gotten to play about an hour of that. (laughs) Um, yeah, I played that on stream for a little bit. Massive session. (laughs) Massive, massive session. Um, I plan to go through that, but I mean, if you haven't played that, it's a phenomenal game. Um, it's the type of remake where it's you know exactly a remake like there's not much change i think the so, only addition they just rebuilt it I, yeah. I was just gonna say like that's another thing that i'm very 50 50 on this year is remakes and remasters have been swarming the gaming space and it's really hard to appreciate it when these studios have these massive franchises and instead of building new IPs and building upon the existing foundations, they start doing remakes and remasters, which mm-hmm. yes, they have the difficulty of their own, but is it just an easy way to like get fans to spend money for nostalgia? Right. <coughs> like, and you know, it's, it's, it's good. Like it's, I'm happy when I see a cool game gets a remaster, but at the same time, I'm thinking like they probably could have pushed these resources into making a new IP, a more mm-hmm. creative thing, you know? Um, yeah. but that's just my, you know, gripe with the gaming space nowadays. But then again, we can get to that when we talk about game awards. That's, mm-hmm. that's a massive subject. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah, you're, I mean, you're right. I was just, I was just gonna say, dude, you're right. It's almost the same thing that like movies are doing. They're only trusting IPs, and they're only doing pumping out sequels or prequels. And like, what was the The Last of Us Two remaster? Yeah, um, it hasn't been like, two years or what? Like, it's, it, it it just still released. that old. 
yeah. it just came out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that, that that's a weird one because uh with the first game, we got a remaster. So I mean it came out on PS3. We got a remaster for PS4, then we got a remake for PS5 <laughs> for the same game. And the remake is not like I, it's almost like it's just another remaster. It doesn't feel like it's a remake to me. No. Yeah. It yeah. It, 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 yeah. It's a cash grab. Now, I'm all for the accessibility with like new systems. Sure, mm. somebody might not have a PS3 to play the original release, um, which, you know, the PS5 is not hey, backwards compatible for. Uh, but it's on PS4. Yeah. And it's backwards compatible there. Um, so I think if it's backwards compatible and we're able to play it why do we need it other than cash i mean but also like you gotta take in consideration the fact that especially in the last i would say 10 years gaming really took off and a lot of people don't know this fact but gaming is bigger than music and movie industry yep to get combined right Mm. And not just movies, like TV show, like television in general, right? Yes. If you take all of television, all of mm. music, it is not as big as gaming. So what's happening mm. now is you see the shift of companies not being passionate about video games like they used to. You can you can feel that in certain games and certain older games that are getting remasters and remakes now. There's a special yeah. kind of magic to them, right? Um, they're not going to risk making a new ip right because a lot of the new ones actually failed in the recent couple of years um they're gonna go for the low hanging fruit they're gonna go for something that they know hey if we invest five billion dollars into this if we get seven billion dollars out why don't we just rinse and rinse and repeat and just get our money's worth you know yeah has the audience so just just keep pumping out the same thing yep and we're I'm partially sure. to blame as well. We, we yeah. are to blame. <laughs> I mean, people keep buying it. So, I mean, yep. for instance, I was interested in getting, there was something called the Firefly Edition for the Last of Us remake. Yeah. It dropped mm-hmm. just for the PlayStation Store, so you can only get it on there. Um, it sold out in like five mm-hmm. minutes. Um, inaccessible. Immediately on eBay, it's triple-priced. And it's just the game with an art book and, and a cool little you know cardboard box. <laughs> uh, that that's it. That's all it is. So right. we complain right. about it, but we, we help to it. We we do. I mean, everything mm. sells out. Everything ends up going for you know prices on eBay, and people mm. people apparently want it. Um, but at the same time, it seems like anybody in the sort of gaming space content or industry period are complaining about it mm. but at the same time everybody's buying the stuff so yep um, that's the thing there, there's a couple of moving moving parts that, that make that you know quote-unquote possible and i've seen recently a big issue and why i want to cover for example gaming news is because i don't know if this has been a trend for a long time but definitely in the last four five six years i've seen multiple like journalist sources act like they have a genuine review when in reality it's (laughs) 
they're getting paid for all of this. There's, yeah. I can, I cannot tell you the last time I saw a genuine review of a game. Um, hence why I look at Steam reviews, and that's pretty much it. You know, yeah. there's gonna be bias in those as well, but um, yeah, yeah, like big, big, big websites, I can't trust them anymore. <laughs> you can't. It's like, look at this massive pile of shit, but it's gorgeous. It's a gorgeous pile of shit. You're gonna love it, and you're gonna pay full price for it. Yep, I I agree. Um, I, I I don't know. It's it, it's crazy to me. It, it's crazy, but at the same time, everything sells. I mean, look at like for instance, I've got one myself because I wanted to cover it. PlayStation Portal. It got crapped on so hard, so mm-hmm. hard. Immediately sold out. Couldn't find it anywhere. Absolutely nowhere. And I think Sony themselves, legitimately, with this one. Did not make enough of those because I don't think they thought that it would sell the way that it did. Now I could be wrong. They could have did the PS5 tactic, you know. I feel mm-hmm. like with that though, um, it kind of was that case where maybe they did not make as many units or, or pers- push as many units out there because they thought it was going to be a niche audience, which everybody sort of did. It's streaming. It's not a dedicated mm-hmm. handheld. You know, uh, a lot of people uh, still can't stream games. So what are your thoughts about that? Like that to me, when I saw it, I, and just, just to give you guys a little bit of background on me is I had consoles around me when I was younger. I have a switch. I have, um, some older, um, consoles, but I don't mainly game on console. Um, when I saw PlayStation portal, I, my first reaction was they're charging to like, what was it? $250. They're charging two hundred and fifty dollars for something that I can do on my phone. Well, it's two hundred. It's, it's one ninety nine yep. ninety nine. Okay, it's 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 one ninety nine too much in my opinion. Um, yeah. If it's just if it's just streaming, right? Like if if it's something that I can do on an app on my phone, personally to me that you is can. yeah. You gra- if you grab a backbone, which they even have a PlayStation branded backbone that looks identical to the PS five. It's got the color scheme and everything. Essentially, you can do just that. So it, if you have a subscription to be able to stream the games and you buy a Backbone, which is $100, you're about, you know, whatever the subscription price is now and the Backbone, and, and that's it. But you also you yeah. got to have a phone that can handle it, too. I mean, not everybody I, has a good phone. That's true. Mm-hmm. But mainly the people that are going to be playing on last on the current gen or i guess the next gen consoles are the people that are usually you know in the u.s canada um australia people that most of the time have um a decent phone a decent phone yeah uh, i mean i don't know if that's i i would say that that's the case but i don't know correct me if i'm wrong <laughs> yeah i mean yeah yeah, I, it was kind of weird with me. So my issue, I am the type that I do not get to play my PlayStation 5 very much because it's hard to be tethered to a console, A, with the kid. Um, it's very hard to, to have that dedicated time to just sit there with the TV. So by default, my Switch gets played the most when I get to play it all. Um, and that's just how it is. Like I've got Series X sitting here too rarely get to play that um if there was like a viable option for that i've I've tried it on the phone i think it works better than playstation streaming i think that the uh the game pass 
yeah, the Game Pass, like their whatever their interface is, the stream aspect of it just works better than PlayStation does. I've tested both on my phone, um, tested both like retro based games and new games. Um, the very first one I did when I did on the uh, the Xbox Series X, which I made a short about it probably a year and a half ago, and uh, I did Toy Story. <laughs> did that. <laughs> it ran, ran pretty well, um, but it should because it's a retro game. Um, yeah. Tried that on the PlayStation, did not run nearly as well. Um, had issues. Now, granted, it's, you know, we've had firmware updates and updates to streaming and to the app, and there's almost updates to the app every single week so i think they really are trying to optimize that but it's so reliant on a the device that you have b your internet connection and um yeah i mean those are pretty big deals you know what i mean like so that that's kind of where i'm at on that particular subject but i think Mm. the um PlayStation Portal is an interesting device, but it is a thing we got this year. Uh, one of yeah. uh, several big accessories, I would say. Um, another one being another PlayStation accessory. We got the PSVR 2 at the beginning of the yeah. year, um, which also sold out immediately. Now you can find it everywhere, just like the PS5. Um, yeah. But it did, it did sell out immediately. And uh, yeah, has anybody had any experience with that besides me? Uh, only, only the VR, the first VR. I haven't had, I haven't bought the second VR, but it doesn't surprise me that it, you know, it's sold out and it went ridiculous ridiculous because people are going to buy it. And it's, it's, I haven't seen how many improvements are done, but I have no doubt it's a lot better than what the first one was, but anything to do with accessories, people are going to pick it up. And the, and now the, that, um, Virtual gaming catalog is a lot bigger now. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, so I did not have a PSVR one. Um, it's weird. I actually did not have a PS4 during that cycle. I wasn't like making content like I am now. I was just writing. So it was mostly Nintendo stuff. So during that cycle, I didn't even have a PS4. Um, so as far as like PS4 games, I've had to catch up a lot on all that stuff. Um, I bought a lot of those. Thankfully, this is at least backwards compatible with that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I didn't have a PS PS4, so I didn't get to play the PSVR one. Um, and I know it had a lot of issues, right? Like there was a lot of um, I don't know exactly what has been changed with PSVR two, but it runs very smoothly. I think the biggest thing was like frame rate issues with PSVR one. Is that right? Like it would be sort of jittery with games and like the resolution was not there. Uh, the resolution was there. It was just, um, just some, you know, just a couple of, couple of, couple of glitches, but nothing glaring. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I like the PSVR two. I think, uh, there's just not a lot of support for it. We're not getting anything. Well, First party for it. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. That that's the thing. It's uh, a gimmick. Is that probably the way? It's more of a gimmick. Thing right now, use. I would say it used to be a gimmick, and I'm just gonna talk in VR in general because I did get to start playing VR games beginning of this year. 
Um, okay. I, I am on PC, so it's a different experience for me. Um, there's less hardware limitations because you can always upgrade and do things mm -hmm. differently. Um, Superior race, we get it. I mean, I'm just saying it's it's a different experience, Sorry. right? Like you have, you're going to have certain things with, um, with PlayStation VR because it's geared yeah. exactly towards a PlayStation, and then in some ways it's actually superior than PC because it's made specifically for that, right? So in that sense, I believe that you know, it there's there's pros and cons for both. Um, I would say five years ago, VR was a gimmick, uh, personally, um, definitely because there was not enough games. There was not enough programs. There was not enough real life utilization for it. Right. But now when I tried it, I had, you know, a half a dozen, a dozen games that were pretty interesting. Um, I yeah. came back to them. I, I took a break recently just because of the way that my content is right now. You know, I'm playing, um, Red Dead Redemption two, I'm playing, Baldur's Gate 3, I'm playing um, The Outer Worlds. So I'm just catching up on some titles, right? And doesn't require VR, but I'm definitely looking mm -hmm. forward to see where VR goes. It's an interesting space for sure. Well, probably yeah. what also what also kicked that probably kicked that into is uh, the Oculus. Yes. That also would have ju jump started as well. Or yeah, pushed it even more. I think that Valve um Whatever the Valve device was that you had to be index for the PC. Yeah, yeah, Valve the index. Valve Index. Yeah, that really kick-started where I would say it was no longer, like, just a gimmick. It, it kind of still was there, but, like, it was starting to capture that audience. Because, like, if you look, for instance, we're all on Facebook, and Kurgle, you know especially, there are a ton of streamers that are VR only. Like, just straight, just straight VR streams. And oh, for it sure. Does, yeah. And it, it does well for people. It does very well for people. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to mention, too, you know, we got the VR, too, which is great. And I, I would say um, first party support, just like PlayStation always does. They did it with the Vita. Um, I mean, it, they don't. Oh, look, look, people stuff. want people want this stuff. Let's stop selling it. <laughs> it makes sense, right? Like, it yeah. absolutely makes no sense. I don't know if you guys know, but the Vita was the top selling system in Japan. It's the number one selling handheld, period, in Japan, besides the Switch now. Other than that, really? the Vita was the go-to system. So it's weird. Japanese culture, um, they do not like to be tethered to consoles. They're all, they're, they're very much handheld. Um, they, they I mean, love it makes the sense. That, that's where it blew mm. up, really. Yeah, I mean the way their yeah, life I mean, and everything. Yep. Mm. Yep. They typically have, you know, very small spaces. They're they're often in very, very small spaces. So like collecting is not like a big thing there, but they don't like hoard retro games. Um it, it's just like the generalization. Obviously not everybody, but I, I know a lot of people that have moved to Japan and, and live there, and that's sort of kind of the lifestyle is that they're very handheld heavy. It's so like the Vita mm. had a a massive audience in in Japan, but PlayStation just didn't support it, and uh, it's unfortunate with the PSVR too because it's a great device, um, and the support again, just kind of like the VR one, from what I understand, is mostly coming from like indie developers or like limited run is putting out like VR games, 
Um, so like a lot of those indie titles are getting stuff. I've got maybe 11 or 12 physical PSVR two games actually. And a lot of them are pow games that we didn't even get here. Um, so you can get digitally. I, I think you can access some of those digitally, but, uh, yeah, I'm a physical guy, so I order that way. But it's it's unfortunate that uh, we don't get more support for that. But the MetaQuest 3 came out this year. Um, mm, that it's a pretty a high thing, acclaim. Yeah. And people seem to love that, along with the, the Pro. The Pro came out mm. as well. But S- Seeing nothing but good reviews. Yeah. 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 I yeah. think people are also finally getting around to the idea of VR um obviously as i said it it used to be a gimmick for a lot of people you know there's just certain things like like you know the the vita was i think ahead of its time like it Mm -hmm. it it was something that was niche that people didn't understand they didn't understand that our lives are going to be so extremely busy we're going to be wanting things on the go right i remember i think i was fourth grade or fifth grade i can't remember but i had this rich friend and he used to bring his um vita to school and i'd be like holy shit this is amazing like i can i never cared for like sports games but i can play fifa like in the fucking gym class like holy shit this is amazing and it just i don't think they they realized they or they realized too late when they already pulled out of the market that mm. there was indeed a An huge audience. following for it. You know, there was money in it, but you know, who oh, knows yeah. by the time, by the time, because probably by the time they released it, they already planned to cancel it two years before that. Right. So they, they did. They, they, the last three years, there was no support from PlayStation at all. And you know, what kept it alive. Limited run games. As much crap as they do get for things, they kept it alive. Um, limited run started with Vita. Their very first release was a Vita game. I think their first oh, like shit. ten releases were Vita games. Um, mm-hmm. Which, by the way, that that first game that released Breach and Clear is like a seven hundred dollar game now because it was their first release. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy, but. Yeah, I mean, they kept it alive. Like these indie developers and and these uh, limited release companies are what kept the Vita alive. And I'm afraid that the same thing is going to happen for the VR2. If they don't announce something soon, other than like an expansion on Resident Evil 4, which is cool. That's cool. I mean, don't get me wrong. That's really cool. Um, And they announced it for, or it is out for Village too, right? There's a PSVR2. Um, yeah. for village as what well, do you what do you yeah and when we're talking about like not widely adopted things what do you guys think of the fact that the new iphone is going to be able to run resident evil i heard it didn't get great remarks but apparently the the m1 or m2 chip whatever they're using right now is is capable of locally running like yes. resident Evil 7 or was it village? i think it's amazing that's, that's seven that's right? village <clears throat> Seven. Yeah. No, uh, sorry, Village I don't play eight. Resident. I never played Resident Evil games, so yeah. <laughs> just let me know. That's if I'm, if I'm not that's insane to think about. It's insane to think about that you can, you can do that. I mean, I'm all for in te- technology improving, and I'm not a mobile gamer per se, 
But if I had the access yeah. to play those games natively on my phone like that, it might be different for me. Because, like I said, because of, like, you know, the sort of situation of being busy all the time and by default, the, the Switch just unfortunately gets the most play when I do play, um, that can happen. Like, I can be playing some of those new releases. Um, I do believe it said for Village and 7, playing those natively. And from what I understand, it was locked at 60. Is that correct? Like it That's was locked way. I mean, if it was locked at 30, I would say like, okay, this should be better. But locking it at 60 FPS, that's insane. That's, on, that's in your pocket. Like that's yeah. pretty, pretty mind blowing. And I'm only, I'm not an iPhone user. I always use Android. And I just think it's really cool that they get something like that. Because on, on, on MacBook, you know, I haven't heard great things about like game support. You know, and they for for sure. a little while they were going and they were supporting more and more games, and then eventually I think they just kind of dropped it. They they stopped a lot of that support. Let's stuff it. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's unfortunate, but I think it's I think it's really really cool. Um, because what are they at? Is it the M4 chip? Is that what's being used in the new um, iPad and and iMac and I, MacBook? I'm. I'm an Apple phone guy. I'm an iPhone guy, but I don't have any anything else Apple, so I'm a little behind. I th- I think that's how high it's going. Like I use a MacBook, and the only reason I bought a MacBook because a lot of people, like content creators and podcasters, I all spoke to were like, "Get a Mac." If you're just doing editing and recording, just get a Mac. If you're doing anything gaming, don't even touch it. Yeah, interesting. Uh, I hear the opposite. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, I hear the opposite. I, I was here to to avoid um, anything Apple, essentially, when it comes to content creation. But, hey, I mean, whatever works, right? Like, if it works, mm. it works. Like, I would love to have a MacBook just to use, like, my daily user. Honestly, I really would. I like the ecosystem um, that Apple and uh, has with the integration with the iPhone and just being able to do mm. things, the interconnectivity and and I like the sort that, of ecosystem they have. That makes it a lot easier. Trying to get all files around is so much easier. That would be my biggest thing. Considering I film, especially when I'm out and about, I film on my phone. I don't I don't know about you guys if like when you film regular videos outside of like being on your desktop or laptop, you guys film with your phone or do you use so uh, I used to personally don't do as much lately. Just because, again, the way that my content has been lately. Sure, sure. Uh, I use my phone depending on what it is. It, usually, anything to do with like podcasting clips and all that stuff, it's all through. But it, like, if I see something half decent, I'm like, now nah, I'll film that. I'll do that, and then sure. just airdrop it straight to the MacBook. See, I would love to be able to do that. It's a pain uh, exporting when you when you. Uh, are working on an yeah. iPhone and doing your filming. And yeah, that, I don't like that. I'm not a fan of that. It's, it's a massive pain, huge pain, especially, mm. I mean, because they have their own, um, what do you call it? Video format, right? Yep. Which so, makes it even worse. Oh yeah. Makes it even I was going to say, I was going to say that's like one thing that would definitely, cause sometimes I have to move stuff around for my wife 
Yeah. Because she does a little bit of content creation for her online business, but sure. it, they make it unbearably difficult. And that's why so mm-hmm. many people like the convenience of the ecosystem that they make, because obviously they want to keep you in the closed loop. They want to keep you with their yeah. devices, you know, yeah. um, which is fair. Like it's, it's, it's their thing, but you know, you some, something money. to be aware, something to, to be aware of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, th- I mean, I think it's. I, I like the ecosystem. I, I I would love to have a a MacBook to be able to do that and and just uh, easily transfer the video. <laughs> Gosh, is it a pain now? Um, I I hate it. I dread it. Um, mm. It sucks. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, I did a collab video this year, and we had everybody filmed with their phone except one person. Uh, we had one Android user. Everybody else was filming on an iPhone. So oh. the file formats and trying to put that together was an absolute disaster. And for some reason, when converting the person's um, video file that filmed with an Android phone, it like did something with the collar that just like jacked it up. Like the video looked horrible. We tried editing, did, did everything we could. There was three of us working on it. And we just could not get it to look normal. So we put the full video together. It gets to his point, and it just looks awful. Just absolutely terrible. <laughs> just yeah, bright. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of what it was. It was, like, super, super bright. And it was it was just, yeah, it was a pain. And there's a good point about that because um, developers – when they're calibrating these cameras, when they're doing these things, right? When you think about it, you have what probably a hundred different versions of an Android, right, on the same chip. Yeah. Oh yeah. Usually. But when you have an iPhone, mm-hmm. you have an iPhone, right? So the developers for for Apple are going to calibrate their cameras really well, and that's one thing that Apple definitely does well is is the picture qualities is great. Oh, yeah. uh, but mm-hmm. when you get to Android, like you will have some not off-brand, but you will one of the non-flagship carriers, like not carriers, but manufacturers like Xiaomi or uh, yeah. Hero or Honor, whatever they are. Um, mm. You will have cameras that, on paper, should be as good or not even better than iPhone devices, but mm-hmm. because of the way that you know developing and calibrating for these cameras work, they can never produce a picture and clarity the way that iPhones can. Right. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 uh it's interesting. It's really interesting. But I mean to loop back around to you know sort gaming. of talking about the, the gaming Yeah, right back iPhone. around. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean I love the conversation. I'm all for it because you know talking tech is mm. up my alley too. But um mm. yeah, I just think it's interesting that, that they're able to apply that chip to a phone. And I think that the uh, the iPhone 16 from what has been shown in the sort of leaks, I guess, on it, it's going to be absolutely insane. At least at their, their Pro Max model of the phone is going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah, I think and it'll be interesting. The thing is, like, I've never, even, even, even with that, I don't know. Well, for me personally, I wouldn't be really playing a game on my phone. Like 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 Resident Evil, I'd be so tempted. Like now, I'm just going to play at home on the console. That's, well, they have I mean, a they bad, have yeah. a they have a docked mode though. You can, uh, from what I've seen, you can connect your phone to a TV yes. and just just play it like a normal console, which is pretty cool. Let I me put it this incredible. way: 
I did a short a while ago where I connected my phone to a CRT TV. So you can definitely do it. It took about four adapters to do so, but I connected it to a CRT and uh, I've done that some, with some other weird stuff too, like putting like the um, Turbo Graphics 16 Express, the handheld, playing it on a Nintendo Wii, like just like weird stuff like that um, <laughs> on a little portable um, TV, <laughs> like hooking it to that. You can do it Let's through like, radio. Yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's cool. I'm a weirdo. Like, you used to be able to see behind me like the CRTs. Now I've, I'm going to have them away. But I've got a lot of CRTs. I'm a, I'm a big fan when it comes to retro gaming with that. The tube um, nerd. I am a tube nerd. I, <laughs> I, I really am. I used to say at one point, I don't think I feel this way now. I think I definitely feel a little bit different, especially when it comes to like retro gaming and just like the whole scene. Um, but I used to say that I enjoyed CRTs as much as I did gaming. Like I, it was pretty equal. Sometimes I liked them more. Like I, I went pretty nuts with them for a while. I got into, you know, all the specs with them and trying to, trying to track down like the Holy grail unit and the professional, um, video monitors and, and stuff like that, which is what I use as like my main is like a PBM. So I'm a nerd with that stuff, but, uh, yeah, that's fine. CRT There's... podcast confirmed. <laughs> yeah, no. coming soon. Not doing it. Not doing it. Yeah, <laughs> speaking of which, do do either of you guys have a CRT in your home? I used to have one. I got rid of it, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm planning on getting one when I find a good deal, though. I I have a possible model in my friend's house, um, but right now with the space, I just can't have it. Mm. Go, go with a small one find find a really small one like those those are the ones that people are after people want the very small crts the smaller the better oh, i believe it like, like they're the, the pricier ones yeah um like i have a, a bvm um like a broadcast monitor and it is a seven inch and is like so, very sought after essentially like people really mm-hmm. want it when i got it i didn't know that like Oh, everybody wants a really small CRT. Um, it's all about getting like the best scan lines and like, you know, all that stuff. Like trying to trying to make retro gaming better. People are just like so better about yeah. it. And, yeah, making it look the best that it can. Getting component cables and and all that jazz. So, Chris. yeah, but that that's been a thing this year for me though. You know, I I got into that a lot. Like grabbing component cables for all my retro systems and um trying to hook up everything the the best way that i can i grabbed a retro tank this year so i can plug a retro console straight into that and stream it and, and actually play on the console and oh um, shit nice. yeah 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 they they just released a 4k model of it so this is already outdated um i think this one came out in 2021 that i have and the 4k model is 800 dollars Wanting to drop some cash, it's that doesn't shock me at all. Yeah, and it's sold out. Like, there's none available right now. Um, of course not. What? It's a one-man production team for that. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, people love it. Like, you go on Twitter, look up RetroTink 4K, man. And I, I, honestly, I I would love to have one. Uh, if you got a 4K OLED TV, like that's the way to go with it. Like, your your games are going to look crisp. 
like you're not even going to be able to tell that you're not playing on a CRT. Like that's the whole intention is to get that sort of black level, that sort of um, latency uh, or non-latency, I guess. And and um, yeah, CRTs are just able able to do things that modern TVs can't. But OLEDs are 100%. very close. Mm. Yeah. He says here we expect to take until January the 15th to complete all December orders. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, and it's, it's an awesome device. Like if you watch some, some videos on YouTube and like, you don't really like understand the whole, I, I mean, there's really like a whole culture behind it, but like it's worth doing the deep dive because if you do plan to do stuff like that, where you eventually want to, I, you, you can stream, but you can also just record or literally just play on your, your big TV with your original console. Like it is the way to go. Now I don't have, mm. I have a 4k TV, but I don't have an OLED. And, and that's what they suggest um, to have. Cause I mean, OLEDs are just, Oh my God, they're, they're spectacular. They get as close at, you know, the CRTs as, as we ever gotten with like the, the um, C3, Accessible. I think it's called C3 or C4 or whatever that, one that everyone LG to grab. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that's like as close as we've ever gotten. And and they're trying, like manufacturers are really trying to to get to that level of like the black level and the, the detail level that the CRTs offer that we just don't have on uh, modern TVs. So. Mm-hmm. Also <laughs> all kinds of messages <laughs> on Messenger about the show. <laughs> Also, you said it was seven hundred and fifty dollars. Australian to Australian would be eleven hundred. Oh my Jeez. god in heaven! <laughs> yeah, no thanks. That's yeah, that conversion rate I forgot is absolutely it's crazy. Awful. My brother was living there for three years. Uh, they moved back. With, um, he found a lady there and got married. So he had like uh, he was kind of. It's kind of cool because. You're sort of in the center, like if you are into retro games at all, like you're in the the center, like the epidemic of being able to get the PAL games easily, the Japanese games easily, and the NTSC games easily. So like you like there there is no better place to get them all. Like they're all there, easily accessible. Mm. Like I think more than you know any other place that uh, Australia has access to all of them because I mean. You know, yeah, we don't, we don't have much access to anything. Oh, this is gonna cost you a pretty penny with import taxes, though. Yep, I don't know, man. What with what I've seen, you guys got crazy stuff there. My brother sent stuff out that it's been both uh, power releases, Japanese releases, and releases from here. So I think it's, I don't know, it's there. And you got a lot of retro game shops in Australia. I follow a lot on Facebook that do. Very very well, and they they tend to carry all three. Those, though. Yeah, that I can say we do have a lot of them. Are are and you okay? So let let's talk a little bit about your content because it's always very interesting. Um, you talk a lot about Marvel movies, um, like a lot. So what what what's well, what's your sort of reasoning behind that besides just loving Marvel? Uh, just with what's popular at the moment and what I'm watching, like right now, Marvel just dropped a brand new TV show, uh, last week. That's why I've been talking about it. And originally, probably originally, what if? Yep. 
Okay. Yeah. Yep. And originally the podcast uh, was going to be a Marvel podcast only. Oh, okay. All right. Interesting. Uh, that was the fir- that was the first idea, but then I was like, "Well, if there's no game, and there's no TV show, and there's no movie, then I'm up shit creek." <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. I'm I'm glad you didn't do it that way because it gives you access to to being able to talk about other things. Um, yeah, but that's interesting. That's why I asked because it seemed like you were heavily a, a Marvel guy and. Um, I, I would say 90% of the content I've seen from you is Marvel related. And that's how I found you. Oh, well, I'll need to fix that. It probably also, you probably seen a lot of it because like my, the major villain in Marvel's just been arrested and fired. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Due to assault charges. So that, that brings up a lot of content. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. I know I've watched your whole, your whole uh, live stream the other day and, talking about Which, that. thank you yeah yeah absolutely i, I enjoy it I, I like to hear conversation through all pop culture because i don't i don't just like video games man i, I like mm. like i remember yeah, Kurgo when you came on the podcast the first time like at some point we talked about toys even and i like toys and, and that's one of the plans oh, for... speaking of toys i gotta show you guys this yeah let's see it oh shit what's he got I don't know. It's gonna be something, something dirty. No, I know so that. no, no, no. I'm not one of those weirdos. <laughs> I'm sure that we have people that watch that are weirdos, but no. Um, I'm not. <laughs> Holy huge, shit! I'm not a huge DBZ guy. Um, I'm mostly a Dragon Ball guy. Like I like the uh, original episodes. And uh, but I got this cool little Christmas present, and I don't know how well you can see it on camera because it's gonna be, keep glitching out because of the. Yeah, the same but, one. No, but, that's very similar. One. But the the amount of detail and the way that it's done, it just blew my mind when I unpacked it. Even if you can yeah. see here on the knee, you can actually see, um, right here. It's actually sharp. Like they made the the whole. Sick. Yeah, like. Yeah. All of it is is just wow. crazy detailed, and then I actually want to show you guys what one of my favorites is Adam Jensen from oh, Mankind Divided. Nice. It is so one of my cool. absolute favorite. Um, if I could grab my collectors right now, I'd show you. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. I think I showed you actually when you were on the podcast before. I yeah, yeah I'm a big fan myself. That's really really cool, man. Mm. Yeah, I love. Well, that's it. a good. Uh, that's a good Christmas present. Yeah, so I you just show me your your Goku figure. Are are you in the toys as well? Ah, uh, the, these the ones I do have have been from going to conventions or people came back from Japan as friends. Okay. Like, oh, That's even trip. cooler. Yeah, here's yeah. a Goku, here's a Goku statue. You're like, sure, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that goes right next to my lightsabers. Oh, nice. oh, that's awesome. Do you have like the, uh, is it the effects, whatever the effects one? I think they're yeah, called the Black uh, Series. Uh, I think it, yeah, I think it is. Uh, for my 30th birthday, my mate's got me the Darth Maul lightsabers oh, that nice. do the light up and you can do the, you can do the full smash with them. And we all got lightsabers. Oh, that's that's awesome. that's amazing. So yeah, like I a... think that's uh, the Black Series Force Effects. I think that's what those are called. I could be wrong. Could correct me. Yeah, in the chat. It, I'm not sure. It's 
It's uh, how me and my partner decide who's doing the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, I'm in the toys as well. Um, like I, I'm the same sort of way. Like I'm not heavily like collecting them or anything right now. But uh, mm. pre getting back, I never. I was never out of gaming. Um, but I've gone through like phases of like collecting where I, you know, collect this specific thing or whatever. And before I got back into games, the way that I did as far as like actually collecting them, it was all. Godzilla and Power Rangers. So I had a ton of, and just kaiju in general. Mm-hmm. I had so mm-hmm. many different kaiju figures. It was unreal, and and all I loved all the Zords. I love the designs. The like swords. I don't even, I don't even keep up with the current series, but I always like to check out like the new designs of whatever the Megazords are. They're never called the Megazords anymore, but whatever they're called for that series. I always like mm. to to look at the the designs because it's interesting to see that every time we get a new Power Rangers season or series, it was originally in Japan, you know, and it was like three or four behind. It was a, a Toku series there, and always. the sort of the sort of differences they they even change up like whatever the Zords look like, and I like to see the the toy differences and. Um, the lack of detail we get here versus what they get in Japan for all that mm-hmm. stuff is just unreal. Like it's we- also the you know the amount of differences in the cultures, right? People here want cheaper stuff. People here want you know things that we want everything in the states. I feel like because it's <laughs> such a consumerism centered, <laughs> yeah, they- and I can and I can attest to this because I moved mm-hmm. to this country seven years ago and you know growing up in eastern europe like if you wanted like a cool action figure right you would have to take you know quarter of your monthly pay and be like okay i really want to have this collector's item so if somebody's collecting in you know eastern europe for example you will have like maybe 10 15 like 20 items but 20 items that you really care about well here you can be a collector and be like okay um this paycheck i'm gonna buy 20 different action figures I don't care what they look like. I just care that I have more and more and more and more, you know? Yeah. Um, but I feel like also in Japan, because it comes back to what we talked about with consoles is they have limited space. They have things that they care about, right? If, if you like Godzilla, that's all you actually collect. That's all you do. You don't just go and collect every single fandom and every single possible yeah. action figure and, you know, things of that nature. So there's more appreciation for detailed centered sculptures because that goko actually that i just showed you um that was imported from china that is not something that's readily available around here well so so that's that's chinese made yeah Yeah. it's it's china and you can tell the quality yeah it's it's licensed it's uh, licensed but yeah i looked it up It, it it actually comes from china it is not it when i say it comes from china everything's made in china but it comes from it it's in chinese packaging it is not something that's geared for sure. western you know um western retail that's sick yeah i, I was pretty cool. happy with it what brand is that um i'll have to get the the box and i'll i'll let you know after i wonder if it's uh sh figuarts what is it sh sh figuarts they do a lot of those uh Dragon Ball and like Super Z, they do all of them. 
Like yeah. they, they just released a GT figure. Yeah, I will I will let you know after the stream. Um for yeah. sure. I have the box. So oh wait, did I have it here? Yeah, I, I love it, man. And and that's one thing I wanted to sort of hit. Oh wait, I have it. Okay. So let's see it. Uh, oh, it's cut out. Uh, oh, even the box looks mint. Yeah, it is cool. Do you it see is, This is, I guess, the artist. But let me just see here. What if it's like one of those artist uh, series? Oh, wait. No, 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 no. No, it's made by Bandai Spirits in Tokyo, Japan. Why did I okay. think it was China? Okay, so I'm surprised with the quality because usually when you get like a release from, like, say, Bandai or. Um, Anything from like the actual series, it's usually pretty not yeah. good quality. Yeah, uh, you yeah. get the good quality from like those boutique releases, like SH Figure Arts or uh, Monster yes. Arts for Godzilla is the one that mm. puts out all the Godzilla and King Kong stuff. That's like really cool and like the, the adult collectible stuff. Um, so that yeah, yeah that's I cool, mean it man. looks like yeah, it looks like a lot of these are actually really well done. You can see some of them over here. They list like the other ones they have. It's cutting out, but I don't know how well you can see. But yeah. there's there's three times what five of so fifteen other figures you can see here. Heck yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah it's pretty cool. Love it. I know we're sort of all Good. over the place, which is okay because this is uh, you know it's a New Year's special, so I kind of wanted to be yeah. just sort of whatever. But um, it's fine. Let's talk. Yeah, what? Let's talk. So, what's your thoughts on the um, what if? I want to hear what you're you're thinking on sort of the Marvel front period. Honestly, uh, what uh, what if season two? Uh, I think is a much bigger improvement compared to the first season, uh, both in the writing and the quality itself. Like just the, just the animation style seems a bit more sure. crisp. Like they've had a bit, a bit more time with it. And I, I said this in my review yesterday with my, with my episodes. Is like they do have qu- what if questions that I probably wouldn't have asked, like you know, these characters and these characters, but I still found it entertaining. However, I know for a lot of people, they'll probably just complain and go, oh, it's shit. It's not what I want. Or, you know, the whole Mary Sue story and all that. But now I think uh, to end the year out, I think Marvel did. Uh, with this show really good, especially considering the fact that at the start of this year, Ant-Man 3 dropped, which was shit. <laughs> yeah, I haven't even watched it. No, nah, you don't have to. Don't have to. I feel like Ant- I, here's the problem with the MCU, and I know you touched on it on your podcast, but um, our listeners, we, we don't get to talk about it as much as I would like to. Um, I feel like They've got it set up where you've got to watch everything. You yeah. feel that way? If you if you want to, as a casual fan, if you really want to understand everything, you have to watch the TV shows, which is a bit daunting. But in saying that, like, for example, um, like Guns of the Galaxy 3 that we got this year, you really didn't. There's no TV show attached to it. You could have really just watched one, two, in, in Infinity War Endgame, and you've been fine. But Marvel is betting at the moment now that you are going to watch everything from top to bottom. That's so bad. And, yeah, it's bad. And to what, no fault of their own, 
They, you know, they announced that they're going, you know, Disney Plus. They announced they're going to do TV shows. They got their lineup, everything, and then boom, COVID hit, which hurt them so much because the quality of the shows have dipped. The animation and CGI has dipped. So it's almost a hit and miss. Like, for example, this year we got a TV show called Secret Invasion, which didn't really hit the mark and was a bit half-baked. And then we get uh, Loki Season 2, which had more time, which is fantastic. And then next year, for the, I think for the for the first time in about 10 years, we're only getting one DC movie and one Marvel movie, and that's it. Wow, shocking. Because, oh. well, for two reasons. One, DC is rebooting itself again. Oh, and two, yep. And two, um, the actor's strike screwed up everything. Oh, yeah, it really did. I mean, it, it really did. Um, what was being filmed at the time during during that? There was a Marvel something that uh, was actually being filmed where they... Like Deadpool Aim 3. Yes. Yeah. Deadpool, th- Deadpool 3, uh, that got shut down. Beetlejuice 2 got shut down. Um, uh, Dune got pushed back to next year. And there was another major movie that also got shut down because of filming for it because they couldn't do it, um, which is, yeah, and because of that, that's why we were going to get three Marvel movies next year. Now it's just one. I'm shocked. I'm absolutely yeah. shocked, to be honest with you. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it's pro- probably a good thing, right? Because the Marvel overload is, is real. Well, yeah. For the, we're, I think we're getting four shows next year from Marvel. Um, getting four shows, but only one movie. But another thing another thing that's... I was saying this again yesterday, was because of those actors strike... You know, this year we come out probably one of the best years in, t- in movies, yet next year will probably be one of the dullest because everything's been delayed and pushed back. Interesting. Yeah, I was going to look up here what, what sort of uh, what we're looking at, Marvel in 2024. Yeah, we've got uh, Deadpool 3 in June, and then we've got Echo coming out next week, and then we're meant to also have... Uh, three animated TV shows, one uh, uh, Spider-Man animated TV show. It's going to be very comic book style. Uh, And then we've got another one, which is uh, they're making a sequel to the X-Men 1990s kids TV show. They're making a sequel TV show to that. If they do that Uh, right, I'm excited. Yeah, well, from the first concept art they released, it looks like it's a near copy. Animation okay. style and drawing. All right. And then we'll get What If Season 3. Yeah, I so I haven't watched any of Season 2, but Season 1, I just, it was very meh. Like, uh, I didn't care I, that much. I, I would say give Season 2 a chance because uh, I feel like, yeah, they've had a lot more time to pull over this one. But like Echo at the moment, Echo is a character that I didn't think would get her own TV show. But this is going under a new Marvel's made a new Marvel banner called Marvel Spotlight, which is essentially what they're going to be bringing in for like more bloody, more like dead uh, Daredevil and more brutal aspects. 
So some, so X, some blade. Yeah, blade. Like even blade will go under it. Like a, right now, Deadpool three and Blade are meant to be MAR rated. Now I'm, I mentioned uh, on your on your show that I I want to see something good for Ghost Rider. We saw him what in one episode of uh, um, Agents of Shield. Is that right? Yeah. One episode. Yeah. I want more. I want more. He's one of my uh, favorite characters. I have no doubt that Marvel's going to plan for him, and probably the next thing I would say he would pop up would be Blade. Blade is, yeah. to me, would be the only way you could make sense. Yeah, X-Men 97. Interesting. Interesting. I'm excited for that. Mm. No, that looks yeah. good. And hearing that old theme again is just going to be sick. Oh, yeah, sorry, and Agatha. Agatha, which is a sequel to One uh, Division. Okay, I like I liked WandaVision. Different. But yeah, for DC, all oh, next year we've just got Joker 2. Eyes of Wakanda. Yep. That's to uh that yeah, see that that's the animation style they're going for Spider-Man. Uh, I don't know. From that, it looks uh, Yeah. It looks like it looks like maybe they're trying to do like another it almost looks like Archie Comics. Cast out. So this is uh, this is will essentially with some characters changing. This will be how this will be like Tom Holland Spider Man. How he became Spider Man, you know, right? Um, that kind of style. And then at the end of the year, we're going to get Marvel Zombies, which is meant to be like MA as well. Oh, I'm I'm looking forward to that. I've I've read uh I've read all the the series for Marvel Zombies. Yeah, yeah, see, so, see right below here to be determined. Yeah, that's right. Cool. Um, All right. But yeah, but Deadpool three, I, I, I doesn't really bother me that that's the only Marvel movie we're getting next year. The fact that it's Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman, I'm like done. Yeah, yeah, that's it's uh, it's interesting. Hmm. So, I mean, on the gaming front, um, we've got, like, I mean, there's been quite a bit of stuff. So, like, obviously, it's been heavily discussed. We know GTA 6, like, that's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're a little broke slow the on... Yeah, it, broke, it definitely broke the internet, and then also broke the internet that it's uh, 2025, which I'm sure, no. man, if it needs more polish, if it needs done right, give it the time. I'm tired of these half-baked releases you know what i mean but what are you guys' yeah. thoughts of it taking so long already do you guys think it's cool it's okay uh i'm f- i'm fine with it i'm fine with it because it's we all know and every uh every game developer yeah for me rockstar is the only one where if they took as long i'd still be like now nah, i'll buy it like it doesn't matter if they produced a giant, you know, if it was a goat simulator or something like that, I'll buy it straight away and I have complete faith in them. And probably one thing, probably the reason why maybe getting, you know, it's taking even longer is because there is game um they got hacked at the beginning of this year. Yeah. They got yeah. That's probably what's pushed maybe pushed out a good another six months. Gotcha. Yeah, I was I was personally and I was curious about your guys' opinion on this because um seeing where 
and how GTA 5 evolved or devolved, in my opinion, it really made me question what they were doing. Um, as I said, I have been playing Red Dead Redemption 2, and I wish I started it earlier. It's absolutely an incredible game. Oh, uh, it, it, it is, I mean, I, I was mind blown, right? And and I really like GTA 4. GTA 5 campaign, I had fun with it, but at the end of it, I didn't really care. Um, because there was three main characters. I couldn't really, you know, obviously everybody loved Trevor because he's freaking crazy and that's what you want to do in video <laughs> games. You want to be a maniac. Nobody cared for Michael because, I mean, it just depicts a normal middle-aged man that's, you know, like has that. a career, does, you know, some drugs on the side, like very <laughs> basic stuff. And then you have the, cla- no, not the classic, but you have, you know, the guy that's trying to get out of the ghetto. And, in a way, made me think about GTA 6 a lot because they have these great ambitions, but after playing the GTA 5 campaign and just not being super connected to it, I'm I'm kind of hesitant to be excited about GTA 6 because I feel like it's been such a long time and they put so much money into GTA 5 online that I don't see them developing a great single-player experience. Um, I might be, I don't know if a lot of people feel the same way or not, but to me, it had a, when I saw the trailer, I was like, okay, cool. It's a big city. And all I kept thinking about is like, okay, they're, they're really just trying to make a world in which 5M, which for people that don't know, is like this huge role-playing community. They have their, their servers, they make these roles and it's super RP, um, focused. They're. I feel like Rockstar is now pushing to make GTA 6 a everlasting online experience and something that's geared towards online. And I don't, I personally don't like that. I know I'm probably in the minority because, you know, I always love well, G- well, GTA games. I, I don't for, think for you are. Player. You don't yeah, think I, I, I'm in the I, minority? I don't think you're in the minority. Okay. No, because one thing I, I will admit with Grand Theft Auto 5 that did. Yeah, that did irritate me was that I remember them announcing that you were going to get more single-player DLC in future that they were going to make. But they never did that because they got so uh, hooked in with uh, on the online mode. And don't get me wrong, the online mode is insane. It's great. But yep. I was, but to me, I was like, I really would have liked that DL, that whatever, you, whatever they had cooking up, it would have still been nice to get that deal. And I think the actors, too, did mention that they were meant to go back, but they never did. No, I'm sure they're going to do something, like, single-player related. It just it makes me sad to think about the fact that, you know, going from, you know, GTA San Andreas to GTA 4, going through these crazy powerful stories and really cool stories, even, even Vice City, even though it had its technical limitations, it was a really fun experience from beginning to oh, end, yeah. you know, and then I went into five and it just, a lot of that charm kind of went away. Um, mm. I don't know. Oh, don't As worry. I said, you're you're going to find them red dead though. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, apparently like they are working on red dead three and I'm almost at the end of red dead um, two. And it just, it just been such a pleasant change of pace um, after playing mm. GTA five. Um, I was really happy about that. I I actually have a ma- the mate I was telling you about earlier. I've been he hasn't played Red Dead Two, and I've I've like I'm like you gotta do it, you gotta stream it, man, you gotta play it. 
And I all <laughs> year I've been nearly multiple times in each, each of his streams I've gone into and go, oh, you should be playing Red Dead. Oh, this is not Red Dead. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> and he's finally going to do it this week. I'm like, I want to see you Heck cry. Yeah. I want to uh, see it, you cry. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> man. Rockstar did some fucking. They pulled my strings with that. Anyway, I'm not going to spoil this for other people, but um, yeah, it's 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 an exciting yeah. game, exciting year for video games. There's there's a lot of things coming up. Um, mm. What are your guys' wishes for for 2024? Uh, I, I'm really looking forward to Suicide Squad. Um, besides all the backlash that has gotten, I'm still excited for it. I'm still playing because, you know, Rocksteady did so good with the Arkham series. I mean, even if the gameplay is awful, I have no doubt the story is going to be insane. Um, and that's, yeah, that's probably my top pick. My second one, um, off, just off the top of my head is... Um, there's a game called um, Hypercharge. Okay. Hyper or and it's Harper? like uh, Toy Story meets Call of Hyper. Is that the one where Hypercharge. it's like and it's like it's Call like of Toys, but Call of Duty? Wait, hasn't that yeah. been already, that's already been out, hasn't it? It's out. It's, it. it's releasing on Xbox. It's oh, oh, it's releasing on console. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. I haven't got to play it, that's but man, one. I remember. Um, it I, looks we sick. actually did a news video on it. I was like, kind of shocked. I was like, it looks really awesome. Yeah, really, really cool. I think in Steam, it's got like nine, nine out of ten, ten out of ten. I remember when I first found it, I was like, yeah, oh, it's PC, <laughs> great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Looks, I mean, yeah. there, there's a lot of stuff coming. Um, like Tekken mm. Eight is is a big one. I'm looking forward to. It's yeah, right around the corner, that's in and Feb, you, isn't it? That that comes out in January, and uh, oh, yeah. you can play the demo on PlayStation right now. Um, so oh, I have really? not got to play the demo Already? yet. Yeah, yeah, the demo's out on PlayStation. Um, I think it launched last week, and um, a friend of mine, um, it's another podcast. Uh, she got to go to the event for Tekken Eight and check the whole thing oh, out. Final game. Yeah, it's kind of it. It's sort of like those events that you've gone to, like the movie premieres. It's like that sort of thing. Premiere the game, um, mm, you know, content creators like getting their getting their takes. Yeah, we'll we, we're, we'll get you lined up for some conventions at some point. We got we got to get you here, and I, I definitely want to get there. Um, how, how's the convention scene there in Australia? I know of one big big game convention there, but I don't know of too many other smaller ones. <laughs> I would say for between like gaming and like pop culture and stuff, I'd say it's probably about three, four a year. Like really decent ones, like the yeah, major ones. Decent, major ones, decent to go to. Okay. Uh, yeah, going to any like, of them personally? Yeah, two. Yeah, I've gone to two this year. Um, it was one of those Pax, Pax, which is a ga- gaming event. Um, and then went to Comic Con. Oh, is awesome! PAX, is PAX related uh, strictly towards esports or no? Because that sounds familiar. Because uh, I think uh, that was no, revolved around it, League of Legends a lot, wasn't it? Yeah, there was a lot of League of Legends stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
and it's it's funny when you um so we, we, we're some of these games like try this new game like this look because of the crater it's like yeah this looks cool they're gonna walk away now <laughs> this looks terrible did you go to comic-con like as press like media or did you like just go no just as out? a just as a um i i too like to fill any of that out um but no i just went as a fan Um, Yeah, I mean, there's – I'll tell you what. For for me, here here in the U.S., there is a new one popping up, not just one single new one. They're they're everywhere. I mean, like I just got invited out for uh, a brand-new one that's launching here in Ohio, um, and the guy has three other conventions, I believe. I I believe three. Um, He's got like a pop culture-centric one. Like an anime convention, I, I want to say TCG, and then this is like a video game centric one. And um, they're just they're popping mm-hmm. up everywhere. I've got friends, a lot of friends that run conventions um, that are doing very well here. Uh, I mean, shout out to like, you know, East, uh, Southeast Game Exchange. Um, they're, they're really making numbers with, with people coming and content creators and, and being one that, that everyone loves and um, SoCal Retro Gaming Expo. Um, and, you know, a lot of these have like retro in the title or um, have in the past, but they're not just that, you know. Um, a lot of them are yeah. pop culture too. They have a lot of other stuff. Do you think um, it like the resurgence yeah. of expos is due to yeah. partially yeah. due COVID because people th- just want to get out of the house more? I think <laughs> it's true. I think so. And and yeah, I'm yeah. not aware of any that have like failed and not done well. Any of any of the new ones, even I went to um, three brand new ones this year, and all were very successful. Um, Shit. So yeah, so, I mean, I I think they're doing well. So you, you guys also really have, cool. you guys also have like a shit ton of podcasting events as well. Yeah. yeah. Like we yeah. here, it's like lucky to get one. But the problem is for me is I live in the middle of nowhere, Ohio. So like my <laughs> access to pretty much anything like that is unaccessible. Like I really got to travel. So like, I know there's a big um, content creator sort of conference mm. that I, I got invited out to this year, but I couldn't, I couldn't do it. it. The the weekend prior, I had a convention that I already said I would go to. I didn't want to do another one. I had a weekend after that that I had a convention. So I was like, I don't I don't want to do three back to back weekends. But those conferences and like those um sort of content creator yeah, specific things, I think are really cool. I've not gotten to go to as many mm. as I'd like to, um, but I've done a, a lot of the online like events, like the Facebook one I did what was it, like two months ago. Um so I got a lot of their stats and what they're gonna be pushing mm. and then uh, I did the YouTube one this year as well, where they were talking about 8K and uh, 4K being their their new standard and what they're pushing and um, stuff like that. I mean, it's interesting. Shit. It's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Because you guys would also have that new YouTube app now. Isn't it? YouTube has a new app they were making for podcasts uh, a while ago. Oh, it was. Uh, it was. I don't know, it was meant to be like a juiced up version of TikTok for for YouTube. Really? Yeah. I'm not aware of maybe, it, but yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe they haven't maybe they haven't officially released it yet. 
It was something. It was something like that. That for con, it was yeah, basically a, their juiced up version of TikTok for YouTube huh. and posting. That would be kind of cool. I mean, if it works to like help us that do shorts, I'm all for it. But if it's just like a, a another way to you know just to post shorts, just straight shorts, <laughs> yeah. then yeah. I don't know that how interested the, I am. It was the, yeah, mainly for creating shorts. But also having the accessibility of you know linking it to your long form content and all that. I just remember when it got announced, I was like, "Cool, all right." So that's going to come out twenty twenty four. Australia will get that in twenty twenty six. Is it really like that though? Is it really the push out to you guys with with stuff like that? Is it really? It could be like a good like depending on what it is about five or six months, depending if it's because a new I, app. I, I see a lot of things that that don't get pushed out here first, like in the U.S. Like there's there's been some YouTube stuff, like for instance the um, tier one YouTube partner, like what I just hit that that didn't come out in the U.S. first. They launched that in other territories, like EU oh. first, and yeah, yeah, I think it has to. A lot of it has to do with laws, and you know they need yeah. to test out what people are accepting of, you know, because a lot of times they'll do like. A, f- a feature test in Australia and be like, okay, let's see yeah. if we can take 40% out of the creator. If they're cool with that, we're going to roll it global. Yeah. You know, like they'll do everybody else. Like yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting with all that stuff. Like I, I could talk, you know, content creation all day. It's, it's interesting. Cause we all do, mm. we all do similar stuff, but we also all do different mm. stuff. Like Kurgle is super heavy mm. on the streams. But killing it mm. on, on Facebook, doing really well on Facebook. Yeah. Um, which congratulations. Or subscribe to your channel. There Thank you. Go. you New subscribe. Yeah, yeah. If um if you guys have any questions, just shoot me a DM. I'm very open to conversation. And this goes for everybody, anybody watching. Like if you are into content creation, if you need advice or anything like that, I'm always open to help. Um however, I do need to step away. Um the newborn is screaming. <laughs> we're gonna have no new, new Year's, you know, in about an hour and a half. Yeah. So we're gonna spend some time yeah. with the family. It was nice talking to you guys. Um, we're gonna do. I'm assuming more of these. Um, yeah. And yeah, I'm looking forward to to making some some cool stuff with you guys. Yeah. yeah. Nice but, meeting you, man. Yeah. Nice meeting you. Um, happy New Year, everybody. Thank you for joining and watching. Um, I'm sure Brandon and Lay is going to have a ton of other topics to cover, and I will see you all very, very soon. Till next time, yeah. boys. Yes, yeah, see you later. See you, man. Have a great night. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll we'll probably go like a little bit longer. I know that the ball, yeah, we have like a ball drop at an hour and a half until midnight, so I can I can definitely uh, chat more. There's, there's plenty to cover. I'm sure. Yeah, no, of course. And it's funny, actually, you mentioned about the um, T1 partner thing. Because I got an email yesterday saying that you're now eligible. Awesome, dude. Heck yeah. Uh, yeah. So I I filled out everything and now it says your channel's in review. I'm like, all right, this is going to be interesting. It took like, um, I think, three days for the review for me. And then when you turn on, I think it's memberships, you have to get another review for that. Cause you have to like fill out how you want to do your memberships, like mm. how your tiers, like what you're charging and what your tiers are going to be called. And like, uh, 
each one gets like a special icon. Um, so they have to like, yeah, that, I assume with, you know, like people putting like negative stuff on there for the icons and stuff like that is probably the reason. But that's awesome, man. Congrats. I'm, I'm really proud of you, dude. Uh, thanks. Thanks, man. And, and, and likewise. So it'd be interesting to see how that all goes. Um, I haven't, I haven't got my hope high because uh, I, I think there's probably uh, it's a step in the right direction. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm right there with you. Plenty to work on. Like, uh, I'm very unhappy that I had to uh, stream with the particular setup I had this week. This is not how I would normally have it. Unfortunately, it looks, I think, terrible. But, uh, yeah, coming coming at my auxiliary cord again. Uh, coming next week, yeah, definitely <laughs> things will be changing. I've, I've ordered some equipment. So, like, my lighting, I've had my little light up here um, has pretty much gone out. It's got, like, three lights left on it. <laughs> so I just ordered a key light. Oh, I was hoping to set it up before, um, and I have it on my lap. I was, like, trying to set it up, like, while we're talking, and it looks a little more complicated for some reason, and I think I'm missing a part on the floor. Um, oh shit! <laughs> well, you, but, um, now, like it's all it's all the fun part uh, of content creating and trying to do this stuff because you know it never goes well. And my theory is always well, nothing, nothing worked day one at Disneyland. I mean, that's the truth. You, you, you got you've got to try. Um, a lot fails. I mean, I think a lot more fails for us than than does well. Um, oh, I was looking. I was looking at your channel and I found something very interesting. So Uh-oh. with the style Uh-oh. that you have, no, not, not, not negative at all. I promise. <laughs> um, with the, with the style that you have your shorts now, like pulling them from like long form content and stuff, which I think is cool. Um, I also saw that like your biggest shorts were like weird things that were like trends from TikTok yeah. or whatever. And yeah. that's that's cool because I mean just basing on the numbers, it looks like you got a lot of subscribers from that, and like that that's cool that you could do something different and still still gather those subscribers. It's it's unfortunately it's uh, it's a double edged sword with those. It is. Uh, I um, that was really was me and my me and my mate. We just tested out like we. Well, Talking for shorts, and we're like, oh, I know, well, let's just test, throw this on to YouTube and see what will happen. Yeah. You know? And um, it surprised, you know, we post our normal content, yet 200 views, and we post a, a filter, you know, yeah. 3K, t- 15 subs. I'm like, God damn it. Yep. <laughs> God yep. damn it. So uh, I, probably a bad habit but i got into doing it and you know we uh, probably did it for the past um 10 months or so uh sure. however i with crossing up to crossing the uh 76k mark i've decided that i'm not going to be doing them anymore sure uh because that that's uh not something i want to push it it served its purpose yeah now it's to now it's time to refine yeah that makes sense and like for me, it's weird. Like things that I'll do on, say, like TikTok, I don't necessarily want on YouTube. If that makes sense, I, I'm yeah, no, much more of like trying to be sort of polished on YouTube. Um, if mm. if that makes sense, I guess it's because 
originally my focus was YouTube and, and it just so happened that social media sort of like took off a lot more. And, and I think that like shorts helped, but like Facebook for me, it was really weird. Um, like most of the followers are not from shorts or, or reels, I guess you would call it there, um, mm. are not from like Facebook reels. They're actually from posts, which is harder to do. It's a lot harder to get followers. Really? Yes. Posts. Yes. Yes. Posts. Mm -hmm. um, almost all posts. Yeah, because I mean, I I was very very consistent this past week has been like an off week for me as far as like um, mm -hmm. posting or, or getting things up, um, which I haven't had in a long time. I've still gotten yeah. something up every day, um, but yeah, I mean, like I I do a variety of posts, like either like a series of posts or like a sort of my writing background, I'll do like a sort of write up on things. And like people like that. Mm. They like to see like a sort of a opinion piece on a nostalgic game or mm. um, an opinion piece on like news article. And it's all written. Mm. And like that's where most of my followers mm. on Facebook came from. It wasn't reels. Like there are some successful reels on there that I've gathered mm. um, you know, followers from. But it's interesting that posts aren't pushed really on anything anymore. Um, no, they just, they just reels, 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 reels. Yeah, they just don't care. But but the posts for Facebook continue to do well for some reason, hmm. and even That's Facebook wants to push reels. So yeah, no, yeah. It's and, and look, man, your content is immaculate, and all the platforms that you use is incredible. Well, I, I don't know. Yeah. With with an hour of technical difficulty, I've I've never yeah. had that before, <laughs> so I can't quite say that. But um, I yeah. definitely don't, try. Don't, don't don't take today as a as a comparison. Uh but no, you you know, and uh you don't you you or you I always see your reels and shorts come up, whether over my Facebook or um open Instagram, your reels and shorts always come up. And it's funny you actually mentioned how you don't try and mix your TikTok content with YouTube. I posted a TikTok last night and got three hundred views, posted on YouTube Shorts. 3k five subscribers i'm like oh my god <laughs> so i've done it a few times too i've 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 experimented where i've brought in stuff and actually just recently was where i've kind of experimented with that because like i i don't really want to have that on there as like a consistent content for youtube because it's not what i plan no. to do and it's not really um it's not it's not why people super relative yeah it's not super relative to like my general content it's just something fun and funny or whatever like a sort of trend okay. hop thing i guess um and even that mm. like i don't i don't do the trend hop a lot um i'll often try to find like maybe trending audio but i i just i don't uh, know i know that, i know yeah i'll go ahead i know i was gonna say trending audio i think that's fine i think trending audio i think is fine but like for example you know those um uh what do you call them like those torment banner things that you can do on tiktok what is it like when you it taught like the torment things where you can like knock your head on like random things and it does oh uh, yeah yeah yeah. randomizer yeah. like i would never post that onto youtube like, i feel like that's, yeah. that's so separate yeah that that's that's how i've always been and even tiktok to be honest with you like i don't have that stuff on there that often either um and and i mm -hmm. talked to you about working on um 
like sort of my workflow and and making things easier. I want to also like pull for my long form. Um, it was mm. weird when YouTube, I'm so happy that they did this. I think it's great for content creators. And, and hey, uh, what's up, everybody? Just popped in. We got a ton of people just came in from Woo! everywhere. Um, but yeah, what I like the the relative video thing that they, they offer yes. now, the option. I really like that. I really like that. Mm. I think that's good. Um, however, I misused it when it first came out and I um, linked it to other shorts that were relative instead of linking it to like long form. Oh, no, 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 no. It's meant to go for, it's meant to go to long form. Yeah, it is. But I will tell you, it worked. It worked for shorts too. Cause you could see, I could see the jump. Like you can, the analytics are there. Oh, you, would, you can you would see, see the, the jump. Yeah. You can see, like I would specifically go to where I put a short and put relative to this short that was from four months ago or whatever. Say I did like a, a Sonic the Hedgehog short in July and then I did another one. I would link it to that and then look at the analytics of that that past Sonic one and you have like a thousand more views or whatever it is, uh, okay, just as an okay. example. So, so I, but it, it, it really like isn't like a playlist. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that's not the way that I want to do it because also I don't want to focus on shorts either. I want to focus on long form again, especially mm. like shorts were were there and and can be fun to do, but it's it's a really um, sixty seconds is not a lot to do something that you really love or or to say a lot. It's cool for clips, like you know the one liners and the, and the stuff like mm. that or like the hot takes. But mm. I don't know what it is, and I have all respect for content creators that do just shorts. Like, I get it, um, and I, a lot of them kill it and do very well with that. But for me, for the type of content that I want to do or try to do, it feels kind of cheap, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Like, I have that weird sort of feeling. I especially felt that way early on. I don't as much now. But it kind of felt like that because YouTube also um, pretty much said this when I when I did like the summit thing. Um, your short subscribers are essentially a separate list of subscribers than your long form. So they usually do not transfer over. It's very yeah. rare that you have transfer over that somebody subscribed from your short. They probably aren't ever going to watch your long form content. And they especially won't watch anything that's a live stream or podcast. Like that's just nah. the typical thing. So mm. you don't. Which is another like, reason why I'm not. That's which is a reason. Another reason why I'm no longer doing those filter things. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, like, what are you? What are you really getting from that besides some numbers? You know what I mean? Like, and those numbers don't really relate to anything. It doesn't really help, like your general community. And that's the problem with shorts. Now, it, it works for other social media, but not YouTube. I am dead set on the fact that you don't build a community of people around you with YouTube shorts. No, and it's it's funny because um, uh, I was saying this to a friend the other day. I was like, if besides content creation, besides doing this podcast, I'm like, YouTube shorts are probably the last medium I would go to to watch shorts. I'd go to TikTok. Yeah. I'd go to Instagram Reels. Yeah. Before yeah. I'd go to YouTube Shorts. So it amazes me how many people watch YouTube Shorts as their first thing. 
It, it amazes me too, and it, it's actually pretty crazy that most people don't know. So, a lot of people did, did that dang auxiliary cord. I keep hitting it. <laughs> what I've got this set up right now. Right. Um, Sorry. people disregard Facebook a lot, right? Like they, I know a lot of people that have said Facebook just doesn't matter. Like it's dead. Your part signs dead. Don't worry about it. Yeah, that is so far from the truth. Um. It's not even funny. I know so many people, so many people that are making significant income from Facebook alone that are even, you know, around like the, the 200K mark. Or I have a buddy that he recently hit, I think, 40,000 subscribers. And because of like the memberships that he has and just the, the views on Reels, like he's making pretty good income from just Facebook. And there are That's people that crazy. do just Facebook. So, I mean, it's it's not dead like people say. No. And like when I did that little conference, like they were they were talking about that. They they really really want to push the video and now Facebook is offering the long form video format. So, yeah, go on, keep hitting that. Um <laughs> <laughs> What a podcast, man. It's been it's been a day. Um I know they they you can do the 10 minutes on TikTok now. And then you can do that on YouTube as well as like a normal video, not not like a live stream. You can do like a normal video mm. drop on because well, because I did see um, uh, I think that last time I did a TikTok or yesterday, I did see it, it was like make more uh, suggestion, make more content longer than a minute. Yes, yeah. So they're pushing that that ten minute um, that ten minute content now. How the heck I would do that, I have no idea yet. Um, I've done one on Facebook where it was a, a long-form video, um, mm-hmm. and it was its own video. I didn't put on anything else. I didn't put it on YouTube. And it did pretty well, uh, like 12,000 views. Um, so it did pretty wow. good. It's it's ten, it's 10 minutes tops on Facebook. <laughs> Don't touch it. Don't touch it. I, yeah. Every time I move, I got to get this key light out of my hand. I keep hitting the, the dang cable. I've got a, like I said, I've got to replace this Yeti. That's uh, the next thing coming up there. Mm-hmm. Got all this equipment today, and I didn't even get to use any of it. Oh, it's all right. It. It's, it. it's, it's always next time. Don't you worry, man. But uh, yeah, it's I mean, it's, I... it's it's interesting with that that long form on other um, on other socials. Like I think Instagram mm-hmm. is going to push that next. And I think that's, I think this is a good sign that they want to push long form content. again. Yes. They've almost done it. Almost done the flip and like Instagram live. I've only done it once. And I can't remember if you said you had this issue, but when you go live on Instagram, uh, the chat box was every time I try to write in the chat box, it was making all the words uh, in reverse. Yeah, that's weird. So, like, if I looked up Instagram now, I don't even know. Um, so, like, with Restream, which is, I think, kind of silly, but I also don't know why you would probably do it. Um, they should offer to be able to do the format of both, the way that we, you know, before we went live, showed it looked perfect with the three of us on there. But you can't switch while you're live on Restream. So I'm, I'm curious how it looks, actually, on there right now. I haven't, I haven't looked myself. Well, that's the thing. As far as I know, to to stream on Instagram, you have to 
input a new stream key into your streaming platform, click yeah. live on Instagram, and I think you didn't have to click live on your streaming platform. Oh, I may not have done that then. I did. I did get the unique uh, stream key, but I did not. You're right. Yeah, because I did try it the one time quickly as like a little yeah, yeah. test. And you're right. Yeah. <laughs> That's so inconvenient. <laughs> it, uh, it is. Uh, it is so annoying. Uh, and yeah, the first time I went live, I was like, "Oh, hi, everybody!" It just came out. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm not using this again." <laughs> yeah, this sucks because like it it could it could work really well, um, but it's like with restream, for instance, like you got to pick one or the other. I guess if you do Instagram and TikTok and stuff like specifically, then that makes sense, but. That's not really yeah. the way that most people do their podcasts. So, um, no, it would be, yeah, no, and it, and then I think that's a bit detriment to Instagram as well. That you know, you've opened the door to go live, but in the same time, you've made it more difficult to go live than any other platform. Yeah, it's really, really silly. I, I, I don't quite understand yeah. that but yeah you, you got to hit that so we, we didn't even go live on instagram i was curious to see more as a test of of what it would do um not doing the um sort of format that's specific for it i, I don't know what that would even look like uh, it it doesn't look good uh mine i did mine it looks terrible yeah i imagine it would i i, I don't uh, know how it would make it look good that that sucks yeah I think on yeah, both Restream's part and Instagram's part, they need to um, offer that that sort of doing both format. But yeah, well, that is what it is. That's, that's that's the problem. And I I haven't seen. I must admit, uh, I have not seen any other podcaster in like my community go live on Instagram with, with the new effect. Like it, that that type of live instead of just going live normally. You mean like just straight live on Instagram? Yeah, instead of just, instead Good. of doing just a straight live. Because I, <sighs> I will admit, I, yeah. So just keep that in mind for next time, and for anyone listening, is that if you try to go live on Instagram through a streaming platform, it is more difficult and frustrates you, and probably to the point where you're like, "Yeah, I'm not doing this." Yeah, yeah, I I know a guy that um so he's been doing it. I think he hit over a year now. He posts three shorts and reels a day on every single platform. He also does a live at least one every single day and it's just of him doing whatever either with his kids, but he does like it's interesting because he does all pop culture stuff. So one reel will be about video games. One is about TCG, like his big thing right now is the Disney Lorcana. And then the other one will typically be about like music. Um, Ooh, he also, he did gardening at one point and I think re- replaced the gardening for music. But yeah, he got a lot of followers from the gardening. He had a lot of views. Mm. I think, I think it's some of his biggest videos are still that, but it's weird because like they're always telling you, you got to hit one niche. And this guy broke that. Yeah. Yep, everything you listen to goes niche down, niche down, niche down. I'm, and at the same time, like I want niche down, but at the same time, I don't want to be stuck. Yes, that's a problem. You you get yourself in a box. I, I've said it from the beginning. I said I do not want to get myself in a box. That's why I said 
gaming and pop culture. But mm. then you have the problem of you've got the, the followers or subscribers that are there for the one thing and oh. dislike the other. And and they, they com- either complain about it or they just don't watch it or aren't. You know mm. what I mean? They just don't engage. And if you've You're got just a gaming channel. Yeah, I, well, I've gotten that. Like, so I've, I've tried to throw throw up like I've got a graphic made actually right now. That's like a Nirvana thing. I, I love music, too. So I'm going to put that on Game Junction, um, but I usually don't mix too much other stuff on there now because of that mm. particular reason. Um, posts, I think, are different. Like posts work a little different with that, but when it comes to video, yeah. they want you to niche down. They want you to do a niche of a niche, um, and that's yes. what they always say. Um, but it sucks because you do get yourself in a box. Like if you are a just for instance Godzilla fan, but you also like other movies and are into even just other kaiju you start you know spreading out to some of those other things and you've been yeah, doing godzilla do toy reviews forever people don't care yep don't do it don't do it so it's 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 interesting with that but what other yeah. um since we've got you on here what other sort of movie news do we have um coming up outside of like marvel or anything like exciting on that front that that you're looking forward to? Oh, probably, probably besides taking away from the superhero genre. Uh, obviously, you know, next year we're gonna have the Oscars. So um, I have no doubt. I my pick is Oppenheimer for best picture. Um, and you know, looking back on the box office this year, Barbie is the highest grossing movie. For 2023, with uh, one billion, it was like one billion four hundred seventy-six million dollars. Crazy. Crazy. Uh, second coming in second was Super Mario movie. Super, the Super Mario movie. Third was Oppenheimer. Yep. Um, and for next year, you know, probably one of the biggest movies will be the new Dune Part Two. Um, yep. And uh, I think uh, Big Bill Juice 2 is also meant to come out next year, but a lot of things are being delayed. Um, yeah, and, was, you know, and also we've got uh, Echo, or well, sorry, that, that's uh, Mario, um, Halo Season 2. That's dropping in yes. Feb, I think it is, um, which I hope is going to be a lot better than the first season because that was just dreadful and shit. <laughs> Uh, it really was I though and i was excited about it i was super excited about it I, I love the franchise i think it's great so do i and you what makes it worse is that you know like oh no we can't have the main lead being a mask the whole time I'm like i'm like really <clears throat> mandalorian not only mandalorian but mandalorian season one two three and in other shows as well so your point is completely invalid Yep, yep. I, I, I mean, do I, not I feel it. I, As I, I, say, I do it. not give a shit about the actor underneath the helmet. <laughs> I mean, because he's under the helmet. He's under the dang helmet. <laughs> That's right. And I think yeah, in the first I mean, episode, you, you see him, he's like, talks for about five minutes, and he's like, yeah, helmet off. <laughs> Why? The, the problem is, is that, like, we didn't have that in the games. And I'll be no. fair, like one through three are where I'm at. Like I like Reach as well, and like ODST. Um, 
four was like very mildly okay. Um, Infinite, I've been super disappointed with. So like for me, the this series has kind of slowly gone downhill. I mean, I played them mm. all. Like I, I played Halo Wars one and two, uh, Spartan Ops, like everything. Um, I always I, go I back love... to Halo Wars. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Halo Wars is great. Did you play the the second one? I did, but I didn't like it as much as the first one. So I went back and just bought the bought the remaster of Halo Wars. <laughs> well, that's fair. But... That's fair. We got the siphon in here saying, uh, "I love you guys. You guys do great." rambling together about other stuff don't let others bring you down oh well thank damn you damn right thank you sir I appreciate that yeah yeah i mean I, I, I like to talk about everything we don't usually have the opportunity to do that but we're going to be spreading out i think i've talked to you a little bit i guess we'll go ahead and especially since we got a good bit of people in here um in total yeah quite a few so um we'll oh, yeah. be launching We've already sort of done like the soft launch of the Junction Network and had a few other test shows under it. But the plan is to have a show under every sort of pop culture niche dedicated to that because I've got a large one. One big thing is I've got a large part of my subscribers and followers for retro gaming. And I don't just do retro gaming um, by any means. You know, I love to play mm. new games. I love it all, um, but I it's hard with like the main podcast when you're covering like news and stuff like that to to have retro gaming in it. Um, so I think mm. like having its own show would would be great, but also like a movie show, music show, toy, you know, all yeah. the stuff that sort of follows under that that pop culture banner. Um, I think would be great, and then it really helps spread in the name of you know that we do cover pop culture but um i want the the junction network to sort of be its own entity and and own thing sort of separated from what i do um and i think it'll be great i think it'd be cool to have all this podcast and and, and having people discuss different things and shoot i might yeah, pop I, in you know some of them sometimes and stuff like that but i i certainly won't be directly involved in in all of them i i can't i can't do that <laughs> i'm already struggling with time but i think it'll be there's only eight hours in a day it's only so many hours in a day. Yeah. No, and yeah, but I think, I think it'll be a good offering. Yeah, I think that's a great idea, man. And right now, it just seems like podcasts are one of the hot topics. At the moment, like multiple different platforms are becoming like podcast optimized. You know, uh, like YouTube now has an entire podcast section. Yes, which I'm, I'm glad that they do because I, I was yeah. waiting for that. I was hoping they would push podcasts at some point. Mm. So they're good at all that. And I think that's a great idea that you, you're going to separate into that sections because then you get people who subscribe to the Game Junction network. But at the same time, people, you know, if they're only there for the movies, they're only there for, uh, you know, the games, like they've got that option. They don't have to yeah. sift through all the content. They can just subscribe to what they want, but they're part of your network. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's great. And like, just to mention too, like, um, Spawn Wave's done it really well too. Cause he recently did something very similar. And now, um, with, he's got the Spawn cast, which is like his flagship show that like everybody's on all, all his co-hosts that he has every single week. Um, and it's mm-hmm. really cool because each of those co-hosts are like hosting their own podcast under the network. And, uh, mm-hmm. I would also love to do something like that. I've had that sort of idea for a long time. 
like you know um everybody loves something different and it's cool to have people that are like um more informative and in a certain topic and um so they can say more about a certain topic and stuff like that and it, i think it's really neat and, uh, the the plan too um which i haven't said this um one of the cool, plans cool, is hot to scoop. Do, <laughs> hot scoop i suppose um uh, is to do like a pre-show and and a post-show um for the podcast as well so um, I'm hoping oh, okay. to start yeah. that in, in February. I think that'll be fun. Um, it won't be something that'll be uploaded to like audio or, or anything like that, but it'll be like mm-hmm. a little thing to sort of like the pre-show prep it and maybe talk about some smaller stuff and, and get into all the big stuff with the, the normal podcast. And and then a post-show can be like a, I had the idea of like sort of like a late night sort of thing you know what i mean mm-hmm. like off the cuff just whatever yeah. whatever game junction yeah, game junction after dark after dark after dark something yeah. like that is yeah. what, I was, what yeah. I was thinking i think it would be cool because people are always asking like they they love especially you know i had a, a little break from podcasts and it really affected me um it really affected the channel just taking a few week break um we had a two-week break and we had a one-week break before and there was a Dipping numbers just from missing a week, um, so it, it happens. Man. They can, they can be. It's 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 a it's a hard thing. Um, it's a hard thing in the sense unless unless your podcast show is seasonal, if uh, and your schedule isn't upfront uh, upfront about the show. Is it yes? If you do make a miss a week or anything like that, because then people are just going to jump to the next show that has yep. popped out. Yes, I think. Yep. Uh, and and that's you know, and that's not my fear, but um, that's why you know we've uh, for 136 weeks we have not missed a week. That's awesome, man. I love it. Yeah, I hate that. I hate that we missed uh, a week because there's even been you know we've done a lot of uh, specials. Where, where it's an extra mm-hmm. sort of episode. And, and I always like those two because it can kind of be whatever, like, you know, in between sort of gaming news, we don't even have to talk about the gaming news, which would mm. be good. Like I said, for, for the network to have something different, but I always like doing those sort of uh, just like off the cuff, random ones where maybe we schedule it two days before and like, Hey, here, here's a bonus episode. We're just going to talk about Surprise. a certain topic or yeah, like I like I do like sometimes where we talk about a specific topic. Um, normally for the show, um, we've got you know a set of notes and a sort of guideline, but mm. I, I don't like to just stick to that as well. I like to have like a a free flow conversation if that makes sense. Yeah, I like yeah, having a topic list and things like that, but I like I like a free open conversation. Hey, like you like you said, you like to rant on. Is that right? I, I do I do like the rants. Yes. Yeah. Like Highly recommend. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we got uh, the siphon again saying, "I do love you guys. Are you friends?" <laughs> I would say we're friends. Yeah, we've gotten we're to know friends. each other a little bit more for sure. For sure. Are you doing Makes more sense. videos together? I I think we would like to do that. I think that would be fun. Yeah, for sure. Hundred. Yeah. Hundred uh, percent. Yeah. Time difference. <laughs> yes that's that's the big thing so as far as like live stuff it makes it pretty hard to to do that yeah um but i i am doing the the switch collab so you're more than welcome to to hop into that and be like three minutes in talk about a switch game 
that you really enjoy? Well, well that's the thing I was gonna I was gonna say to you. I thought of it last night. I was like, yeah, I would. And I thought, wait, as much as I would tell you, I don't have a switch. Oh no, okay. All right. I didn't no. know that. So I was like, yeah, I'll do something like that. I was like, fuck. <laughs> well, poop. That that stinks. Yeah. So can't really comment yeah. on that. Maybe you can come in with a um uh, an NES game or something. We got a <laughs> the Rushmore show top four ranking podcast at Hello Game Junction. Top four hey. ranking podcast. Nice. Nice. That's awesome. That's good. Um, um yeah, so um we had what are your thoughts because i mean obviously you're a marvel fan we had the big gigantic leak what what do you think about the wolverine game and what's out there what you can actually play (laughs) it's actually no i won't get yeah we won't get into like the 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 legal stuff there but yeah no 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 i'm very much on the i'm very much on the same support that's not to share any of that i think all i think all i've shared is that fact there is a leak that there was sorry there there was a leak but that's all i've shared i'm like i'm not going to go down that road because that can just get really messy and that's yeah really wrong um i do feel really sorry for in uh in summer games because this you know they've they haven't done anything wrong made banger after banger after banger of a game and i think it's an absolute crime that spider-man 2 took zero awards zero awards i know i i I couldn't believe it i I was shocked nothing yeah i I think that was the biggest upset for me i'm like yep look at being a game of the year that's fine but the fact it didn't get one is a crime uh look it's from what i've seen of the wolverine game leaks from what they have seen that look i yeah i'm all for it the game as soon as i go announce i'm like take my money yes Yes. i'm in um and if you know it's set in this spider-man universe even better um but however i feel like because leaks now i would say maybe very something like like grand theft auto we've probably seen another six months added to the production of the game because of this oh yeah Easily, yeah, and it, it's it's crazy with the Wolverine one. It's a little bit different um, because mm. of the way that it got leaked um, and what can be done with the game. It's just unfortunate for Insomniac because they're doing so well. I feel like Insomniac mm. is now the flagship developer for PlayStation. I mean, yeah. I, I could be totally wrong, but it feels like it. Like with Spider Man, like I can't think Every of what else. Is- yeah. Give give them every Marvel game, as we've yeah. seen, like with Avengers, that was a giant pile of crap. Yeah, yeah, it was. Well, I, uh, to be fair though, I played through the whole game and I beat the game, oh. and I played the DLC, but it was it wasn't a good game. Um, to me though, I will say I think it was like a mediocre game. Um, yeah, but most people would yes. say it was bad. I think it was just it, very mediocre. There was nothing to play at the time, and I played. I was I was really excited for it, and I got about halfway through, and I was like, "I'm really not enjoying the combat. <laughs> like this is not." And it, it look and totally fair. I think it could have been because I had the whole bias thing because I was thinking of Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that's Ultimate prob- Alliance. Yeah, that's probably what was in the back of my head. I'm like, this isn't playing how I would expect a game of like that to be. Sure. On PlayStation 4. 
Well, you need to get a Switch so you can play the new Ultimate Alliance because it's really good. Yeah. It's really, yeah, and, really good. And, and, and Hypercharge. Is that a I Switch was... exclusive? No. Yes, DC fan right here. Uh, that's on. Yeah. Oh, nice, dude. Yeah, I've got a, um, I got a, a Nirvana tattoo, and then I've got an um nice. down over here. <laughs> big, nice, big Pokemon man. fan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like um, DC a lot. I'm just very disappointed on the on the dang movie fronts. I'm, a, I'm disappointed on the movie front. I'll say that. Yeah, uh, like how, how much time? How much time do you have, man? How much time? Let's how much time do you have? I, I want to uh, hear about it, man. I want to hear your thoughts. I like DC a lot. I I grew up actually with more DC than I did Marvel because my dad I did liked the same. comics and read them. Um, and then. I eventually shifted more to Marvel myself later on. Um, I think it's, mm-hmm. I, I just got attached to the characters more, but I love DC. I mean, I, I grew up with DC and I'm, I'm a big fan. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm exactly the same, man. I grew up with Batman, the animated series. Batman is my all time favorite character. Um, but you're right. I was the same. I shifted to, uh, I shifted to Marvel. A lot more pay t- like yeah, a lot more like this is a lot better. And it, the problem being is, you know, DC DC should have got their their cinematic universe right before Marvel. On yeah. paper, they should. On paper, it should have been an absolute clean win. Yeah, but I mean, what start with watched, Man of Steel, right? Yeah, like what? And the fact yeah. that DC actually owns all their characters. Yeah, they, yep, that's like, true. The climb for Marvel should have been a whole lot harder for them. Yeah, I I agree. I I one hundred percent agree. Um, um, and and you're right. And you're right. Marvel and DC are both great in their own right. There is no there is no big battle. And what people say, what's better than the other one? It's more so more so what their strengths and weaknesses are. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that, that, that's true. Like DC's anime animated movies, Smash Marvel, th- like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> yep, I agree with that too. Ab- absolutely smash it. But for movies, it's it's a uh, throw, throw let's throw hit and miss. Absolutely hit and miss. And I was yeah. uh, my episode yesterday. I was saying how like you know we got Man of Steel, banger, Batman v Superman. Uh, okay. Mid. Yeah. Okay. And fight Wonder scenes Woman. are terrible, but yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. But Wonder Woman, great. Aquaman, great. Justice League, horrible. Snyder Cut, Snyder, fantastic. Snyder Cut. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. The Joss Sweden Sweden League was shit. Um. But then Suicide Squad was all right. Was was all right, but. That's I think suicide, that first Suicide Squad that is too much interference by studios. Yeah, yeah, it was. If you, it was. You go back and you watch that first trailer to the last trailer before the movie is totally released. Different. You think it completely different. Yep, completely different. It, it's then, weird. And what do you think about? Okay, talking about that. Uh, first, two questions. What would you yeah. list as like the top three? DC movies that we've had in the last like 10 years, I guess with 
their like sort of cinematic universe that they were trying to make. Uh, is this not a cat camp or was it? Just yeah, I mean, I would say so. That's probably my favorite. It's not a cut. Uh, would be up there for DC for me. Um, uh, obviously Dark Knight, but that's older than ten years. Um, uh, yeah, Suicide Squad two. Suicide Squad two was really good in trying to set up that universe. Um, and I can't, you know, the flash was subpar. Shazam two was awful in my opinion, a movie standalone and, uh, blue bill was good. I think that was okay, but there uh, it wasn't something I finished. So I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it yet. I want to. It's, it's a, weird. I, it's a, I, I got to do some uh, promo stuff and talk to, I, I guess they were one of the set designers from the film, but they were at Game On Expo, and I got a bunch oh, of wow. like swag for from Blue Beetle. Like we, I got my picture taken with like this big Blue Beetle setup thing mm. that they had, and um, it's interesting. But I still got to watch it. Um, you said subpar. Mm. Uh, when I got the end of Blue Beetle, if there wasn't, I didn't have that urge to be like, oh, I really can't wait to see what he's going to be in next. Or I can't wait to see him yeah. with Superman and Wonder Woman. I was more like, okay, cool. cool. <laughs> you, you do you, you, you do you, sir. Uh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> but that's, that's the problem is what's hurt DC the most is their inconsistency in the movies, um, their lack of vision. The directors, uh, but the Batman, the Batman was really good. See, I um, I really like the Batman, and I really like what they do. It's interesting. Do you know like the sort of backstory? Blue Beetle sucks. They're... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know the sort of uh, I was looking at these sort of um, things on here, but do you know like the sort of backstory with the Batman and and what they like sort of designed it around like the character Robert Pattinson. Uh, uh no all i know is the fact that that batman movie had about three to four incarnations because originally well originally that batman movie was meant to be uh ben affleck's batman movie yes it was yep and then uh and then it got then he got changed again, and then the third iteration we got was the Matt Reeves version. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And, well, it, it's weird because the movie's good, and obviously it uh, it's a take more on the detective side of things, like the mm. sort of... Um, Which I really liked. I really liked, too. It made me think of Arkham. Yeah, yeah, I really, really like that. I've always liked that sort of aspect of Batman where it's not just... Know, like the, the straight action and and stuff that we get from everything else, I've always liked the sort right. of sleuth and and um, yeah, because I mean that's it's de- detective comics, DC detective comics, yeah. Like that is like the literal origin, but they like design the character. I I sort of get it, but sort of don't. Um, around like Kurt Cobain, so like that was their sort of inspiration for the character. Yeah, the song. And, yeah, and. And it, yeah, I mean, beyond like just the song, like that's how they they took the character. But to me, it was more like, uh, let's make it like emo Batman. You oh, know no, what I mean? The, uh, like, that's what it yeah, felt no, like, like. But 
Oh my god, Alfred. Yeah. It's not a phase. <laughs> it's not a phase. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> but no, I yeah, like that because obviously I'm a big I'm a big Nirvana fan, so I thought it was interesting. And it was mm. also um pretty important because it was the first time that a Nirvana song was ever used in any sort of media like that. It's never been in a movie. So we've never really? had a straight, yeah, we've never had a straight Nirvana licensed song. It's all be, it's been because of like Courtney Love holding like the Oh, Owning yeah. like the rights yeah. of uh, all of Nirvana's property and yeah, real well, estate, and well, I remember when she tried to fight Guitar Hero. Yeah, yeah you remember that? Yeah. yeah. So now that yeah. now that the the estate knows that they can make massive money, and and Nirvana sort of made this weird like comeback sort of thing with like the youth. Um, now it's like you know popular, and they can make money from yeah. it. Realize that. Um, I guess I guess the whole thing was kind of uh, like Dave Grohl sort of never wanted to do that. Courtney Love had more percentage and control, but it kind of goes against like sort of the music and the the aspect mm. of the band to to do things like that. But I thought it was interesting because it's never been done, and and uh, that song of all songs was kind of a weird choice, but interesting. Weird choice, but fit with the movie really well. I fit like it fit to me fit with the movie. Um, And, you know, it's, uh, it's funny actually, because that Batman movie, I completely ate my words after I saw it because I was like, Robert Pattinson's going to be a shit Batman. Uh, And then the Batman theme song. Yeah, exactly. And I said the Batman theme song got released early and I thought that was shit too. I was yeah. like, this is not this is not gonna be good. And then by the end of the movie, I was like, oh, I have to retract all of that in my next episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I felt the same way because I mean, like, yeah, he was he, he's a Twilight guy. Like he's done some other well, yeah. things. But to me, yeah. like I can't get I couldn't get that out of my head of seeing him do anything else but sparkle. And uh it works. Yeah, I, it, it, it works. Um, I was I was shocked, but yeah, I left left the movie really enjoying it and being very surprised. Mm. So uh, somebody said Nirvana mm. sucks. They also got <laughs> hey guys, and I definitely don't agree with your opinion. Uh, quoting Lionheart, Nirvana uh, rules. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was gonna say <laughs> what, which opinion? No, Nirvana doesn't suck. Uh, I just don't. Yeah. It's like it's only sucked when someone wears a t-shirt and they don't know what the band is. There's a lot of that these these days, and that that's the thing. It's become when I said like it's become popular again with the youth. It's mostly mm. been either a a clip of a song has trended on TikTok, or the shirts mm. are being sold literally in Walmart, Kmart, Target, and everything. Mm. Like you know what I mean? Like we yeah. that would have never happened 20 years ago. I remember I had to like special order. On, like rockabilia or something or nirvana shirt when i wanted one so it's interesting that's, that's ridiculous but, you had to go that yeah length. um what did i say the other day there was like a picture it was a meme of like um was it dave Grohl, the drummer of few fires meets the drummer from nirvana for the very first time <laughs> i've seen i've seen like the the memes the memes it's yeah. so funny yeah I love i'm it. like 
I'm like looking at it going, the stupid thing is there are going to people go, oh, that's cool. They, I can't believe they haven't met before. Yeah, it's it, it's hilarious. It's also funny that like they kind of look different too. You know, they look the same, but he looks different when he's older, man. Yeah. Like he's got Any, the glasses. Anything like he looks a little bit younger. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks good for his age, but he's also rich and, and can uh, afford like $300 serum to put on his face and Keep that yeah. youth, youthful look. <laughs> yeah, look at Paul Rudd. Paul oh Rudd my God, yeah. He yeah. just changed, changed his haircut. That's it. That's all he did. Yeah, no I was watching Friends that. yesterday. I was watching Friends yesterday and he was, I'm like, you look exactly the same. You look exactly <laughs> the same. All right. Um, but uh, well, yeah, what, uh, yeah what, what movie are you looking forward to next year? Or TV show. Oh, actually, no, you're looking forward to the Fallout TV show. I feel like this fits in really well. Yeah, yeah, I am looking forward to the Fallout. However, um, not really digging what I've seen so far. Fallout, I feel like, I mean, look, I've got sort of high expectations because it is is Fallout. But I also think it should be really easy to do because it's Fallout. Mm -hmm. So who knows? Like, it's so hard to to predict. Like, Like you said with the Batman. Like I thought that was going to be terrible. Um, was not looking forward to it at all. Almost didn't even go see it in the theaters, and then ended up loving it. But I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm all for the video game a- adaptations are taking over, man. Like, like uh, I think I, did, I think you may have commented on that short time I did. Maybe I did. What what was it? I mean, I'm, oh, I, I said that I comment on every one of them. Yeah. I see pop up. So. Yeah. Um, no, I said the fact that uh, video game adaptions it will be the next big phase um, in movies and TV shows. Meaning, like you know, once upon a time we had westerns. Westerns were everywhere. Oh, yes. yes. Yep. Um, and then you know, right now we've got the superhero movies that's taken off everywhere. Um, I think now video games, it's going to be that's it will be the next flooded thing. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so too. And I think the reason is we talked about it earlier. The reason being is that video games are the number one medium in the world. Um, that is why. I mean, and there, it's it would be stupid of them not to cash in on that. Like, and I'm 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 not against it. Like, I would love to see some good adaptations. We've had a lot of bad ones for a very long time, and now we're starting to get some yeah. good ones. Finally, yes. But I mean, we got bad ones the, for a the, long the, time, man. The curse is broken, dude. I mean, like there were ones I didn't even know about that like came out. So there's like really weird ones. Like I, I'll actually pull up a list and just type in like weird video game movies. But there was like, there for is. instance, like a Double Dragon movie back in the day, and mm-hmm. I found the VHS for it at the at the thrift market, dude. And I was like, what the heck? When did we have a double dragon movie? I was like shocked. There's like so many. We have a there's there's two Far Cry movies. Like yep. What the heck? What the yeah, heck? It's, it's because the streaming the movie rights would be so cheap. That's why. So look, I um I think with Fallout, uh, I have complete faith in Fallout for two reasons. That it will be good okay. is because a it's it's Amazon money backing it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And two, it's being two episodes being directed and it's being co 
written by Jonathan Nolan, Fanon's brother. Sure. Uh, who who okay. also worked on The that. Dark Knight. Yeah, so that, okay. I didn't know that either until I saw an interview with him. And I was like, okay, if you're doing it, I have faith. Yeah, I mean, that, that that's cool stuff. I'm getting a bunch of weird ads here, but uh, yeah, it's, nah. that, that's cool stuff. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, Amazon money, like you said, so it could definitely be successful and be good. Mm. But I will say this. Um, I, there's been a lot of um, really crappy adaptations of stuff that I've seen on Amazon. Um, there was one that I really enjoyed before DC tried doing like this, the streaming app. It was, um, God, what was it with like the, the group of people? The weird, uh, I'm pretty sure it was on Amazon. Gosh dang it, what was it called? It was good too. It had like Robot Man and... Uh, Oh, oh, that has come to an end too. Um, oh, I can see the title. I can see. The I think poster. it was an Amazon exclusive at the time before, uh, like their. I know their streaming service is dead, but like it, I think yeah, like season one came out on there, and then like they moved everything to like uh, Teen Titans came out on the streaming service. Yep. And... Yep, you're right. Um, 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 it's gonna bug me until I see it. And it's it's bugging me too. <laughs> I can't think oh, of it, but I, I liked I liked the the first season. I think there was a season two. I didn't watch beyond the first. Uh, I liked it, and I can't even remember. Doom Patrol. Yes, <laughs> Doom Patrol. There we go. I should have. It was like the tip of my tongue too. I was like, "What the heck, yeah. man?" Yeah. So I liked that one. I thought it was interesting. Um, yeah, it's different. Yep, that's uh. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's that all ended because of the service, uh, because of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and look, it's it's the same. I have the same thing with um, uh, the God of War TV show because it's not, you know, because Amazon bought yeah. the rights. That's why yeah. I have faith. Oh, like, I for example, if Netflix Space Channel Five movie coming out, that's interesting. Oh, that's an obscure like, for example, weird one to do. If I heard that Netflix bought the rights to God of War, I'd be like, oh, oh god, it's gonna come out terrible and oh shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh. look, like honestly, the the Amazon stuff for me is very hit hit or miss. And like, I'll be honest with you, I'd love to get some recommendations from you on stuff to watch on there because I've watched so little on Amazon; it's not even funny. I, Invincible. I, I mean, I have Prime, so. Invincible, yes. I so I watched Invincible, that crazy, gory, insane, insane. Uh, you've watched comic the, series in you've general. Watched, I mean, you've watched the Boys, right? Yes, I've watched the Boys. I, I've Good. watched season one and two. So yeah. I've watched anything else yet? There, and the current season's out now, right? There's like a new season. Uh, there's season three, and then there's a spinoff called Gen V. Gen V, okay. Yeah, I, I don't dislike it. Just, just a time thing. I, I have not gotten around to watching it. Yeah, and because they're, they're, they're um hour episodes. Yeah, because it's yeah, so yeah, long. Yeah. Um, and they're weekly, right? They're weekly yeah. drops. Yes, when they drop, it's weekly. Yep. See, Borderlands. Borderlands is meant to come out th- this year. However, I think they finished filming that like two years ago. Really? 
Really? Because, yeah, it, uh, yeah I'm, I'm reading it. it. says, we saw with Paramount's Halo series, a great game franchise can still be ruined when the writers and directors have no idea what they're doing. The good news is that Borderlands brings so much to the table already. Characters are charismatic, so yeah, just sort of talking mm-hmm. about the franchise. And I th- they could do that well. I mean, Borderlands could be done well, but also could be done very poorly. Yeah, it's true. Well, uh, I was... Um, uh, if they based it around, like, Tales of the Borderlands, like, if they did, like, a movie adaptation, like, sort of taking stuff from that, yeah. where that's a more story-heavy, you know, series, oh. like, that could be interesting. True. What's his name? It's not Chris Rock. Who's um? Who's the Rock's best friend? He's always in his uh, movies with. Oh, um, um, Kevin Hart. Yeah, I think he's Claptrap. Oh, okay, all right. I think I think he's playing Claptrap. Yeah. Interesting. Um, we got Rushmore show said Double Dragon is a nostalgic classic, pure garbage, but fun memories. Fun memories. Uh, I also said video game movies is a topic we are having. I mean, yeah, it's interesting. Like, I'm going to pull up a list of some of the weird old ones, but like some of them, I just like. So I worked at Blockbuster, and I worked there when they were. Oh, that's a relic. Yeah, I know, I know, I miss it. It was my obviously like I was young and you didn't get good pay, but it was like my favorite job like that ever. I and I guess it's technically retail, so it was like my favorite job I ever had. Honestly, favorite thing I ever did. Because I loved movies. So I got to um, take home movies early before they were allowed to be rented out. So I forgot. Oh, yeah. So I get to watch them like a week early and um, watch all that stuff. I was super into horror at the time. I still like horror movies, but super into horror. Um, like all the weird stuff, too. Um, yeah, we got uh, Bryce, which is this is my brother, actually. He is saying, yeah. has anyone watched the Twisted Metal series? Yep, and I highly recommend it. It is, it's funny, it's brutal, and if you've seen Deadpool, because I think it's directed or it's written by the same person who made Deadpool 1, 2, and 3, it is same material. And if you're a fan of the games, uh, I think you'll still enjoy it, but I feel it's season two is is going more into the video games, what they're based on, uh, but you will like it. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. It, it's really good. I, I was pulling up, I guess, Firewatch. I actually have this, but I have never played it. It's like this weird indie game that I have on PS4. Mm. Have you ever played that? No, Firewatch. I uh, I, no, I haven't, but I think I, I th- I've seen gameplay of it. It's like a, it's almost like a walking simulator, I think. If I, I could be wrong, yeah. but I think it's like one of those weird ones where, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, Portal, Portal. See, Paul, to me, I'm like, to me, that, that translation to movies, I'm like, yeah, sure. Like an Inception kind of thing? Yeah. Inception, sure. Inception slash Blade Runner? Sure. Right. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So there's that. Looks like we got Comic Zone. I forgot about that, too. Oh Holy crap. God. I forgot about that one. Now, that, I don't, they could do very poorly, but I loved this game yeah. back in the day. It was hard as, hard as crap. But uh, you're the same age as me, right? You're 30? Yeah, 31 yeah, in two days. Oh, okay. All right. Well, happy early birthday. Oh, thank you. Oh, wait, are you 31 and two days old, or you turn 31 in two days? I, th- I, I turn 31 in two days. 
Okay. All right. Happy early birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Man. Uh, the comic zone could be uh, pretty interesting because that's like a. I, I I don't know how they would do that. It's got to be animated, right? And they got to do like sure. a comic style. Sure. That's interesting. That's interesting. And yeah. very neat stuff. All right. Well, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap up the um, New Year's Eve special show. And I uh, appreciate having you on, man. We'll, we'll plan some other stuff. It's going to be really hard to try to do anything live, unfortunately. I tried to get you to be you know, a co-host on the podcast, but it's just going to be too hard. Um, so maybe yeah, we can no. do like you know some special one-off stuff or something. But we'll do some videos and plan some stuff. That sounds good, man. And I will get you on the show as well. I worked out with you as well. Um, nah, and more collabs for 2024. Yeah, sounds good, man. And uh, we yeah. appreciate everybody watching. And most of all, Happy New Year. Happy New it's Year. And be- thank you for having me on, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You're welcome on anytime, man. And uh, thanks, everybody, for watching. 2024 is going to be great. We've both got some big plans and, and uh, super excited to. To share all that with you. So thanks Very everybody nice for, for hanging out and uh be sure to go subscribe to Lights Camera Rants. I will have that linked in the description below. And is that at Lights Camera Rants? Yes. I will put uh, that uh, at the- Lights Camera Rant. All right, cool. So I'll put that in the, the chat too. And then if you're uh listening audio be sure to uh go subscribe over there on youtube and uh follow on socials so all right guys we will uh see you all later yep talk to you later man have a good night see ya happy new year's happy new year